if you'd indulge me in one last test, one last test. I don't think I want to do one more test. I think it's perfect as is. All right, we can keep this in the recording. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, going along with our, you know, flawless intro, just uh, <laughs> uh, me trying to test out there. You'd be like, no, put, putting your foot down, putting, stamping your authority on it. All right, this is politics. Although, I actually call it politics, right? And uh, this is an episode about, or the title of this episode is John Wick 4. It doesn't have a subtitle, yeah. You know, the third movie is the only one with the subtitle. Yeah. It's I very was, strange. Yeah. I don't know is. why. <laughs> <laughs> Apparently, it was supposed to have a subtitle, but I can't remember uh, what it was. <laughs> what it was supposed to be, but yeah. Even the one they had for three was just very shoehorned in. Yeah. I think his friend Winston says, Parabellum. And, and he's like, all right, so... I was like, oh my God. <laughs> they, said the, they said the name. They said the name. Ooh. <laughs> all right. Do we get sued if I say the cinema sins thing? What's that? Roll credits? Well, I said it now, so if we get sued, we get yeah. sued. Well, they'll sue you. <laughs> please, please don't, don't, don't sue me. I'm innocent. You heard him say it. And he took, he took credit for it as well. So, yeah. Anyway, um, just to preface this, today's date is the 2nd of April. Yes. So we've just gone past it, but uh, for all intents and purposes, this is our April Fool's episode. Yeah, that so, is. So, you know, if things get a little bit silly, a little bit strange, a little bit weird, you know, don't be alarmed. Things will be back to normal next week. Yeah. All right? All right. So, yeah, that's just a little bit of forewarning in case you're thinking, wow, this is a bit strange, silly. What's other words? <laughs> I don't know. I don't know. I, I think you've been over all of the... Silly and strange. Yeah. Yes. A fool! You know, yeah. if we're acting the fool. Yeah. You know, it's because of... <laughs> well, it's not the actual day, but yeah, like I said. It's, it's close <laughs> enough. It's the weekend off. So, <laughs> actually, so this is the theatre of the world. We could lie. We could say... <laughs> <laughs> we're actually recording this on the first. Don't, don't, don't listen to what I said a few <laughs> seconds ago. That's That was a lie. I was... <laughs> I was doing <laughs> I was doing an elaborate lie, now I've come clean. <laughs> today is the first of April. That's that's <laughs> yeah, we're recording today, so yes. Flawless thoughts. Alright, yes. <laughs> I blame you. You didn't want to. Yeah, I just wanted to test and you're like, no more tests. Alright. You like, you know, uh, a scientist in the lab. Yeah. And they're not sure about the experiment, but the suits up at H, you know, in the, in the oh, corporation, yes. they're like, no more chess. We need to get out, get yeah. it out to the market. That's you. That's yep. really, I'm just a, a humble scientist <laughs> trying to, <laughs> trying to do my job. And you, 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 you putting the boot down on me, the corporate boot. All right. Anyway, so I mean, we need to do some cleanup from last week. That we do. And um, I'm kind of torn whether we should do cleanup or not. What? Because. Every episode should be like its own self-contained thing. Yeah. Imagine this is your first episode, you're a new listener, you listen to this and you're like, what the fuck are they talking about? (laughs) (laughs) And then like you go back to the previous week and you get cleaner from the previous week (laughs) and you just (laughs) have to, you're like, well, what is this? So, you know, maybe we should just start clean slate every week. If we made a mistake last week, that's it. That's the, we made a mistake. mistake. People make mistakes, you know? Yeah. Uh, okay. There's a Hannah Montana song. 
<laughs> Everybody makes mistakes. Everybody has those days. <laughs> oh. <laughs> But anyway, yes. On the other hand, I think maybe it's good to fact check. It, yeah, I would say it's important. Because there's, there's some things that I, uh, I mentioned here in the cleanup from last week that I definitely said, I'm not sure about this. You should go and research on your own. Yeah. But I don't know if we should leave it to chance. Maybe the the listener doesn't go and research it. Maybe, you know. Yeah. I should be the one to send it straight. Because, yeah. you know, I just, I told you false information. Yeah. So, anyway. <laughs> we'll see how it goes this week. We'll see if there's any, agree- I think maybe really egregious fuck-ups. Yeah. We'll come back and uh, revisit. If it's like a serious problem, then yeah. All right. We'll go through these the points that I made about I made about cleanup and see if they worthy of uh you know <laughs> of being included. So the first thing uh from last week is uh, the last week's episode was about Shazam and we were talking about the Shazam family and not once not once did I say the word Shazamly. <laughs> and for that I deeply apologize to our listeners. I <laughs> I was thinking about it I just forgot to write it down in the, in the docs I was thinking about it the night before and I'm like oh, I'm going to get them I'm going to say Shazamly. <laughs> and I never did it. <laughs> uh, unbelievable. So worthy of keeping in or not? Um Yeah, I would say it's absolutely worth it. Yes, I fucked up ba- majorly, a major way, bro. <laughs> All right, fair enough. <laughs> so then uh, I was talking about, well, it was a story related to Trump getting arrested, right? And I said Eugene yep. Debs got 12% of the vote in one election while he was in jail. Yeah. Uh, the highest amount that he got for any election was 6%. And I'm not sure that was the election where he was in jail. <sighs> so, <laughs> but uh, even though like... Uh, the the point i was trying to make is that it's unusual to, for someone to get any votes while in prison yes right uh, i just want to fact check myself just to to i don't want to make it seem as if though you know this guy was more popular than he was uh, right yeah and i also said that he was locked up for being anti war and i was then i was like no nah, you can't get locked up for being anti war you yeah. must have done something else and then like i read about it and uh So it says Deb speeches against the Wilson administration and the war earned the enmity. So I have to go look up what the word because <laughs> <laughs> I, I never heard the word enmity before, right? It means a state or feeling of active opposition or hostility, right? So Deb speeches against the Wilson administration, the war earned the hostility of President Woodrow Wilson who later called Debs a traitor to his country. On June 16, 1918, Debs made a speech in Canton, Ohio, urging resistance to the military draft. He was he was arrested on June 30th and charged with 10 counts of sedition. That's a lot of counts. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know what sedition is? No, I have no idea. It's like basically you're you're a traitor to your country. Oh, I see. Okay. So <laughs> okay. <laughs> so he was literally <laughs> he was literally arrested for being anti-war. That's crazy. So yeah, is this worthy of coming back and clearing up? Um I mean I would say yes. Yeah. Cuz it's important that we know that uh he didn't actually get his highest amount of right. votes. Yeah, in but jail. again, I was saying the point I was making was that it's unusual to get votes. Not the precise number wasn't the point I was. Okay. Yes, so that okay. that's why I was kind of like, mm. yeah, anyway. Yeah, fair. Last week I said Justice League made less money than Batman vs Superman. I looked it up. 
Yeah. Batman vs Superman made eight hundred and seventy-two million. That's crazy. Right? Yeah. Which is not. You you have to look at the budget in relation to it. Right? Okay. So it apparently costs around like three hundred million. Oh. Okay. And this is how you <laughs> for like the actual price of a movie isn't the amount they give you. Yeah. That is the production cost. Yeah. So it costs three hundred million to produce the movie to create it. Yes. Then they had uh, advertising costs. Yes. And like promotion and stuff. Yeah. For whatever reason, very holly weird accounting. You know, they don't include the the uh, promo, the promo, and, and all that that kind of money into the production costs. Yeah. Well, I guess because it's separate, right? Promoting uh, a movie isn't part of the production of it. Yeah. But whatever the case is, it's usually like between double or times seventy five. 0.75 you know what I'm saying yeah so if it's if they say it cost 100 million it either cost 200 million or 175 million yeah that's the actual cost altogether okay yeah so Batman vs Superman was made for roughly 600 million yeah right? that's substantial <laughs> yes so 872 wasn't as it's I'm not saying they didn't make a profit just uh, in comparison to like the Marvel movies like uh the first Avengers, I believe, was made for like four hundred million yeah. altogether, and it made one point two billion. Which is yeah, it's a bigger uh, yeah, return on investment. That's yeah. why we're we're saying uh, we're not saying Batman vs Superman didn't make a profit, they didn't make money. Just it was very disappointing in relation to the status of the characters that they were. Yeah, in you know, like I was saying, the Marvel, the all the Avengers were like B or C tier characters. Yeah. <laughs> Batman vs Superman are the A of the A, yeah. <laughs> right? So uh, that's just the uh, we are only comparing it in relation to Marvel, but yeah, I assume like if you're, you know, like a a smaller company, that's that's gangbusters for you, yeah. you know, to make uh, like two hundred and seventy-two million profit. Yeah, but yes, if you're a major corporation, it's not as <laughs> yeah. impressive right yeah. but anyway Justice League made substantially less than that with 657 million right yeah and it cost more than <laughs> that <laughs> <was so bad. laughs> uh, oh, and it actually goodness. also made less than Man of Steel which is the <laughs> Superman you know origin movie which yeah. made 668 million so 30 mm. million uh, no, no 11, like 11 million, million. Well, it's actually more like 10. 10 yeah. million more than Justice League. Yeah. Which is madness. <laughs> right? So I was right about that. But, uh, yeah, so not worthy of... Uh, yeah, I don't know about that one. Because my point was that Justice League made less than Batman vs. Superman. Yeah. And, and this is... <laughs> it was correct. The stats the, just back it up. This is just giving more precise uh, information about it. Yeah. Hmm. Anyway, I said James Gunn only met his wife. Her name is Jennifer Holland when he cast her for Suicide Squad. You know, the one that came out in 2021. Yeah. But I actually look into it. They found, they met in 2015 okay. and were dating until... Uh, not until. They, <laughs> they eventually got married, right? But I'm yeah. saying they were dating during the period that he was casting Suicide Squad. Hmm. Right? So, you know, last week I was like, oh, it's not a nepotism situation because, they met, you know, they, they met after Suicide Squad. But... Yeah. Now that I found out <laughs> that they were together before, I'm like, hmm. Seems a little suspicious. It's a big time Nepo situation. I yeah. don't know. I don't know how I feel about that. And if you look at the filmography, right, every single role after 2017 has been either this Emilia Harcourt in the DC universe. Yeah. Uh, and or 
it's a movie called Brightburn which is also produced by James Gunn. Mm. So <laughs> it's like every project she's done has been a nepotism project. Yeah. Which you know it's kind of fucked up cuz I like her in the show. Yeah. <laughs> in Peacemaker, right? Yeah. So it's I'm like oh, she's good but uh, the circumstances in which she came, got into this role, you know, a lot of people I'm sure will be rubbed the wrong way. Yeah. Mm. So yeah, that was definitely wrong. Yeah. I don't know because this feels like more gossipy stuff. <laughs> yeah, that is. <laughs> I shouldn't need to like uh, clarify on this. It's like whatever. It's not. Uh, yeah, it's not that important. It's not important. Yeah, there. But so I don't know. I don't. Was it worth? Uh, I don't know about this one. All right. But whatever. Okay. Yeah. The last thing is in the recommendation recommendation section, right? Yeah. I said the movie Mad God. Yeah. Took 15 years to make and I didn't like it. Yeah. Found out it actually took 30 years to make and I didn't like it. That's so, even worse. Yeah. <laughs> Double the time. Double. <laughs> That's so much 30 worse. years. <laughs> and I was like, oh, this is... Uh, I was actually kind of just looking at my phone, you know? <laughs> yeah. I usually don't do that. I'm usually very, like, focused trying to watch a movie. But yeah. I was so bored, I just... <laughs> looked at my phone once in a while just uh, yeah yeah not good yeah. sorry his name is Phil Tippett the guy who who created yeah Mad God <sighs> sorry yeah poor yeah. guy but it's you know <laughs> it's not for everyone <laughs> he used 30 years of his life uh, alright alright <sighs> the news the news news of the week and it's it's not really clean up we just we've been following this new story for the past couple of weeks yeah, right it's, it's been a little while yeah and Donald Trump has been indicted let's go the resistance has won <laughs> what the resistance I don't know <laughs> alright so he announced that he was running for president in 2015 yes and also in 2015 The Force Awakens came out <laughs> I right? see okay yeah. so and so this, the 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 dequels, the Disney sequels, yeah. right, kind of came out during the, his entire presidency, right? So the yes. first one was in 2015, which is before him. The Last Jedi came out at the height of his presidency, <laughs> and okay. then uh, uh, fuck, what's the other one? Rise of Skywalker <laughs> came out in the dying days of his pre- presidency, right? Right. So it's kind of mapped towards his presidency, <laughs> the, the, the latest Star Wars, yes. and the. You know, the good guys. The yes. They called the resistance. Yeah. In, in the original the Ridge Trench. Yeah. They were called the rebels. Yes. But for whatever reason, <laughs> they called the resistance now, right? Yeah. So these people, the liberals, they took that that term and they're like, we are the hashtag resistance, right? <laughs> and <laughs> so you're assuming, all right, all right. So like the resistance in the movies, they were doing terrorism and blowing up. <laughs> yeah. That- that would make sense. They yes. were blowing up the enemy stuff. No, what they mean by hashtag resisting is like they'll have a tweet that says retweet if you think Donald Trump oh, should be arrested. <laughs> wow! Right, and I've always criticized them. I've said like you know that's that means nothing. <laughs> Retweeting a tweet means nothing. If if you want to, you know, like do actual things. Well. Yeah. This is the thing, they're liberals, right? So liberals, they think the only thing we can do to change the world is vote. I right? see, yes. One day every four years you go, you cast a vote, and that's it. That's You're done for the... <laughs> <laughs> you, you dust your hands, you've done your work, right? But 
you know the actual left we believe you can do material changes right so yes. for example volunteering at a soup kitchen yes that you know it's a thing that does makes material change in someone's life yeah it's like uh, volunteering and uh, well <laughs> i guess donating to charity but yeah it's it's like you have to be careful you know there's a lot of charities that are just like tax scams yeah <laughs> so you know yeah. money people can h- hide their money yeah and, and use it to like i don't know pay less taxes but yeah uh you know if it's a good charity that that you can trust in absolutely right yeah you can vo- you know just volunteering and making an actual change in people's lives and in your community that's you know much more meaningful than just casting a vote every few years and hoping the politician you elect will do something good for you because yeah. even if they promising something good they may you know betray you yeah. <laughs> <laughs> so actually doing stuff that's far better than voting yeah although i'm not saying you shouldn't vote just there's more ways there's in my opinion better ways to make your community better that is true they right. are better ways yeah but this fucking egg on my face <laughs> because he's getting arrested <laughs> <I got him. laughs> that one one of their tweets probably re- reached the threshold way <laughs> the lawyers were like oh fuck we need to go arrest this guy this someone they, they retweeted the tweet trump should be arrested 200,000 times that means we need <laughs> So right I've been cooked. <laughs> there's egg on my face and I've been cooked. What's a, I'm trying to think what's a what's a food where there's egg at the top? Um uh ramen. Oh you don't always Yeah. But you know do you know what egg in a basket is? Yes. <laughs> It's like a a piece of toast and there's a yeah. hole cut in the middle and they put a egg in there. Yeah. That's me. <laughs> I'm being cooked. Fuck it this egg on my face because they got him. They got him. I They did get him. I've been teasing them but uh who's the fool now? It's me. You. I'm a bloody you fool. <laughs> I look like I look like an idiot. Bro. <laughs> uh they've they they got me. They got me, you know. They should give themselves a pat on the back. <laughs> they've caught me out. I Uh I I was the one talking bullshit this whole time. <laughs> They were in the right. You know, fair's fair. I if I'm wrong, I'll, I'll admit it. I'll just say I'm wrong. They were right. Yeah, <laughs> so they, yeah, they cooked me. There's nothing else to say. <laughs> I'm fucking on, dude. Ladies and gentlemen, we got him. Yeah. Well, yeah, you you liberal. <laughs> But anyway, so uh, closer to home, the South African repo rate is going up by 50 basis points to 7.75. Oh no. Oh, do you know what oh, that yes. means? No, I have no idea what that means. <laughs> so, the repo rate is set by the Reserve Bank's Monetary Policy Committee. Okay. Monetary policy. You know, actually I was reading about this and I kept seeing MPC. Yes. And I was like, what the fuck does it? <laughs> Now I'm seeing the Monetary Policy Committee. I think <laughs> uh, I'm wondering if that's who they were referring to. <laughs> it's very possible. <laughs> That. <laughs> oh, I'm so fucking idiot. <laughs> uh and is the rate at which it lends money to the country's commercial banks. The Reserve Bank adjusts this in or- this rate in order to keep inflation within it within its 3% to 6% target range. Right. So I see. the repo rate is direct or not directly. Allegedly. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, uh, uh, in relation to the uh inflation rate. Okay. So if costs are getting uh, 
businesses are raising costs. Yes. A way to keep that down would be to raise the repo rate. Okay. That means stuff that you bought on credit goes up, or the the payments. Right. Okay. Yeah. So like, if you uh, you're paying off a house or a car. Yeah. Your loan repayments, right? Right. So say it used to be your old rate was making you pay two thousand. Yes. This rate, uh, this hike might make you pay like two thousand two hundred or something. You know, I'm just yeah. giving an example. I don't. That's not. <laughs> that's <laughs> not precise, but uh, you get my idea. Yeah. So the idea is that people will, you know, spend more on that, so they'll spend less on consumer goods. You know, like. Yeah. Uh, I don't know stuff you get at the shop like rice yeah. and whatever, right? Yeah. So if there's a less demand for products, the companies can't make the price of products go up. Yeah. Because there's less demand. Yeah. Which I think is very dumb. Yeah. <laughs> it's it's one of those things where like you listen to it and you're like, oh, economics is so dumb. Yeah. It's uh, so we need to do we need to raise the cost of this to you know, but but anyway, the, the idea of this is to make. Uh, to keep inflation in check so that uh, you know poor people yes i do know poor people <laughs> they they uh, can you know they don't get affected too heavily okay right but this yeah. does mainly affect like middle class people okay right people who are who bought a home they're paying off their loan yeah people who bought a car they're paying off their car those prices go up yeah so it's going to hurt them much more so than you know a poor person yeah. like and a rich person I'm not saying it's not affecting them, but it'll be a minor inconvenience. It's, yeah. It won't be like, uh, you know... It's just like, oh, a little bit more on my 20 million rand mansion. Yes, yes, yes. So it's like, well, they've probably already paid it off. <laughs> they, yeah. They probably, Actually, yeah. they probably didn't need a loan to yeah. to buy it. They probably... Just well, buy a cash. Well, yeah, it's, yeah. It's not... Whatever, right? Yeah. Uh, but that's just the, you know, the rundown. Okay, cool. Uh so the next thing is, um, do you know who Bob Iger is? Can't say I do. He's the CEO of Disney. Oh wow! Right? Okay. He like retired two years ago or three years ago or something, right? Okay. And they brought in another guy. His name was also Bob. His name was Bob Chapek. <laughs> okay. Right. And Chapek things uh, were going badly underneath him. Okay. So they the Disney board fired him and they brought Bob Iger back. Oh. So he's the currently the. In charge of Disney. Okay. And they've been doing a lot of layoffs. Okay. So I can't remember the precise amount, but it's something like 6,000 or 7,000 jobs that are going to be cut over like, I think it's over 10 years. So it's not like immediately, but yeah. like quarter by quarter, they're going to slowly cut uh, yeah. jobs. Okay. To the point it gets to 7,000 or whatever that amount is, right? Yeah. And so it's a lot of like low level people, but two notable ones in, you know, higher ranking positions. Yeah. The guy's name is Ike Perlmutter. Okay. So he was a former Marvel executive before, you know, Disney bought them out. He was at... Yeah. Uh, he's been an executive at Marvel since 1993. That's a long time. Right. <laughs> he was one of the people responsible for brokering the buyout of Marvel for Disney. Okay. Right. And he's been <laughs> kind of just like a nuisance. <laughs> <laughs> Do you know who Kevin Feige is? Um, I've heard the name. So he's the producer, the executive producer of all the Marvel movies. Right. I see. So, yes, um, he was like uh, 
constantly feuding with Kevin Feige this <laughs> this guy nice. right? right and he he's just like a notoriously awful man okay he um so do you remember in between Iron Man 1 and 2 um I was quite young so all right uh, like, <laughs> what specifically about that I mean that? Terrence Howard was Rhodey in the first movie oh yeah and the second movie was Don Cheadle yes so uh he said nobody would notice because all black people look the same <gasps> which <laughs> that's that's pretty it's, racist it's, 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 that's kind of, it's kind of fucked up but also like especially because like Terrence Howard is very light skinned and Don <laughs> Don Cheadle is very dark skinned so it's like that's not you know perhaps yeah. perhaps if they looked similar to each other i would say uh you know it's still racist but you know maybe if they had a similar look these guys look very differently <laughs> this guy's an idiot bro yeah. but yeah um in 2015 yes kevin feige separated like he did like a restructure so okay. Ke- Kevin Feige only reported to Bob Iger not, okay no, <laughs> and they like kind of separated them so he wouldn't be uh Bob Iger also said that Ike Perlmutter yeah. he was the one who was preventing a Black Panther movie a Captain Marvel movie and a Black Widow movie okay so like he like um you know in Avengers uh the second one Age of Ultron. Ultron. Yes. yes. So there's a scene where like Black Widow's uh she gets in a Captain America's fighting Ultron on top of a truck. Yes. And oh the, yeah. The shield fall, falls off the truck. Yes. And uh, Black Widow picks it up. Yeah. So there's a he won he, so instead of making a Black Widow toy, they made a a toy of Captain America on the bicycle and not bicycle on the, on the motorbike, motorbike yeah. with the shield which was supposed to be a Black Widow you know yeah. because he said that you know girls don't buy toys superhero or superhero toys, toys. Yeah. yes so it's <laughs> i mean <laughs> yes man. so yeah so this guy he just very weird problems against women and uh, black people just uh, another yeah. thing is like uh, apparently he went to a like a critic screening okay and he he was very upset because uh, the journalist got a second coke a cup of coke What? <laughs> What? <laughs> <The journalists. laughs> What? You wanted all of them to only have <laughs> one cup of coke but they all they got refills and he was furious. <laughs> so yeah, just uh from all accounts not a good guy. Yeah. That's uh, yeah. I'm I'm unsure of what he did in his job like uh except be a nuisance but, <laughs> but i mean yeah i don't know what his day job was so uh, you know yeah. I, i don't know if how this will impact you know the company the whole, yeah. I've, i've just heard bad stories about him for quite a long time yeah okay I, and i think he's a trump supporter like uh, not supporter like uh, he's been seen with him a lot okay yeah yeah like a friend yeah <laughs> well uh, yeah a trump sympathizer yeah Yeah. So the okay. other was a, na- a lady named Victoria Alonso. Okay. She's the president of visual effects and post production at Marvel. Sounds like a big deal. <laughs> <laughs> so Disney say that she breached her contract with them by doing some producing work on a movie called Argentina 1985, which I believe was nominated for an Oscar. Yes. <laughs> <laughs> I was going to say you remember this from our uh, Oscars episode. Yeah. <laughs> <Yes>. yeah. <laughs> We just kind of breezed past it because neither of us <laughs> had seen it. Actually, But, Mm. Oh no, it didn't win. 
Yeah, I definitely do. All quiet on the Western Front on that one. Yes. Yeah. So it says, however, Alonzo via her attorney Patty, Patty Glazer has denied this, instead saying she was fired after Marvel asked her, quote unquote, to do something she believed was reprehensible. <gasps> <laughs> what? Right. Victoria, a gay Latina who had the courage to criticize Disney, was silenced, Glazer said. <gasps> The request was reportedly to do with the release of Marvel's latest film, Ant-Man and the Wasp's Quantumania. It has be, it's been reported that Marvel bosses allegedly wanted an editor to blur a shop window that had rainbow decorations, as well as the word Pride for its release in Kuwait, a country with anti-LGBTQ laws. Hmm. Alonzo was overseeing the film's post-production visual effects is claimed to have refused to make the edit. Allegedly, Marvel made the change using an outside contributor instead. Wow. Okay. So, uh, the dispute seems to be that she, she had she was under the understanding that she had permission to do some producing work on, uh, on Argentina, Argentina in 1985. Okay, yeah. Uh, like a verbal agreement with yeah. somebody. Right? Okay. But yeah. in her contract, it says you're not allowed to do any work for a... A, com- outside a competing company. studio. Okay, yeah. So, I don't know how that's going to shake out, you know, if that verbal commitment holds any weight. Yeah. Or, um, I don't know. We'll uh, find out. Yes, but e- yeah. even if she's in the right, if she did something, if she did producing work outside the company, they can fire her. Yeah. Even though if she believes it was in retaliation for something else, they... They'll still be like, "Hey, we got you for this." Yeah, you know. So there's no way she can prove that it was for this other reason, other other than just like conjecture. Yeah, right. If that that is if she didn't get verbal permission, and that is yeah, if she did get verbal permission, and that is recognized as something, then then I would say maybe they were going after because of uh, this year, but this whole yeah, but yeah. Uh, We'll just wait for more information to come out. Yeah. But I've been a vocal critic of the Marvel visual effects. That you have. Right? Yeah. So, you know, if things start to improve after she's been fired, then, you know, <laughs> <laughs> maybe this would be a good thing. Yeah. Well, we'll see how it plays out. Okay. So it's another wait and see kind of uh, thing. Yeah. Right? Yeah. Uh, I think this is our last story. I don't know, but we'll... Uh, well, <laughs> Scroll down when you get to it, right? Okay, so this yeah. week, a court in India redefined Judgment Day after asking OpenAI's omnipresent tech if a murder and assault trial defendant should be let out on bail. Interesting. Okay. The revolutionary decision occurred at the Punjab and Haryana High Court during the tri- trial of Jaswinder Singh, who was arrested in 2020 for allegedly assaulting and killing an individual. Okay. Bar and bench report. He was reportedly seeking a, a stay of imprisonment during the trial. Left at a loss for how to handle the situation, Judge Anup Chitkara decided to seek counsel from GPT-4, ChatGPT's latest update that exhibits human-level performance on various professional and academic benchmarks per a 94-page report by OpenAI. Yeah. The justice picked its enhanced data chip to answer the following question. What is the jurisprudence on bail when the assailant assaulted with cruelty? The reply, if the assailants have been charged with a violent crime that involves cruelty, they may be considered a danger to the community and a flight risk. 
The cybernetic judicial expert responded, In such cases, the judge may be less inclined to grant bail or may set the bail amount very high to ensure that the defendant appears in court and does not pose a risk to public safety. It added, However, in general, if the assailants have been charged with a violent crime that involves cruelty such as murder, aggravated assault, or torture, they may be considered a danger to the community and a flight risk. ChatGPT4 concluded its law dissertation by declaring that the presumption of innocence is a fundamental principle of the justice system. They added that even if the defendant was guilty of a cruel assault, they may still be granted bail if the judge if the judge gauges that they aren't a danger to the community or a flight risk. Okay. Interesting. Armed, <clears throat> armed with Chat Turney's legal expertise. <laughs> You're proud of that one, aren't you? <laughs> no, this, uh, I've copied this directly from the news source. This, whoever wrote this article, <laughs> <laughs> they did this, not me. <laughs> the, the Chat Turney. <laughs> right. Chitkara ultimately rejected the defendant's bail bid on the grounds that they did act cruelly before the victim died. Oh, okay. Right. So, okay. thoughts? Um, yeah, it's. I mean, it's it's actually quite an interesting topic because ChatGPT has been uh, known to, like it, where did it say earlier? Where it was like, it performs at a human level by, um, it passed the LSAT with ridiculously high scores. We'll get back to that. Okay, cool. Um, it's, it's doing very well for itself in terms of like uh what's the word i'm looking for passing tests yes can we get back to it uh yeah all right so the the thing it passed the outset test right yeah it passed the non-written portion so the the verbal portion no like the (laughs) no (laughs) (laughs) no like multiple choice questions all right okay and You know, but you'd expect a computer to be able to, you know, if given four options and one is the correct one for them to, yeah, you know, especially if it was, do you know how AI works? Uh, kind of. What like, like neural network? Yes, a neural network. Yeah. All right. Should we explain to the listener? Or Probably too yeah. much of a tangent. Um. I don't know. It might be too much of a tangent because this is a John Wick episode, and we've yeah, been so talking we haven't, about yeah, it. We haven't started yes. at all, bro. It's been gang long. Yeah. All right. Ah, oh, but I mean, we can start. No, just a, a, a teeny tiny preview. All right, just a, a quick all little right. so, squiz into the world of AI. Like, how do we train a computer to think? You give it lots of things yes, and it, then well, trial and error. This is one of the implementations people thought of, right? Yeah. Instead of... Uh, so, if you want your your product to... What did I say product? Your, your program. <laughs> yes. Your program to uh, decipher if something is an orange or not. Yeah. Right? You could... The like, uh, usual approach would be to say, all right, it has this... It's an. It has. It's the color orange. It's yeah. usually round. It's this. You know, give it facts of information. Yeah. But, you know, like an orange ball yeah. might, you know, <laughs> might be picked up as an orange. Might be picked up as an orange. So instead of that, what they do is like they'll they'll feed thousands of pictures of oranges into it. Yeah. Into the neural network. So it has like every type of variation of an orange. Okay. And you know the different colors or 
this is called big data. Okay. Right? So it's yeah, not, yeah, yeah. I said a thousand, but it's more like millions, right? Yeah. It's not. It's it's a substantial amount. Yes, it needs to be a lot so that it can, uh, you know, get a good idea of it what what it is. Yeah. Right, and then that's the first part. That's called supervised learning. Okay. It's yes. it's giving it a picture and saying this is an orange. Give this is another uh, orange. Yeah. Right. <laughs> the second part of this is unsupervised learning. Yes. Where we just present a picture to the thing and say, can you tell me, is this an orange or not? Right. And that's the test if, you know, this actually works or not. Yeah. So, yes. <laughs> that's how, um, and you know, if it passes the test and, you know, that's just a very simple explanation of how AI works. Okay. Right. You yeah. just feed it a lot of information and then see if it can interpret that information. Yeah. You know, uh, depending on what, what experiment you're running. Right. Right. Makes now sense. you were saying it passed the LSAT. Yes. Right. It 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 passed the the multiple choice the multiple choice question, which yes. is something you would assume a computer can do. Yes. It didn't do the written portion where you have to write like a you know a little essay a, like a thesis explaining yeah. yourself. Right. It yeah. is. It didn't do it. I'm not saying it can't do it. It's just I just don't think it did it. Yeah. Right. So. I'm, I'm not going to say it passed the outset, right? Because it was just one portion, which you right. would expect a computer to do. Yes. That, that's the first thing. Okay. The second thing is, in this case, I really think this is just something a judge should know. Yeah, right? probably. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> like, if, if you, this is your first, like, four or five years in the job, you know, fair enough, you, you may not remember everything you need to. But if you've been doing this, for, if you've taken, you know, like, you've been in the game for so long, you've become a judge, you should know this. Yeah. <laughs> but that's one. The second thing is, you could easily look this up on the internet. Yeah. Uh, there's a lot of, like, uh, you know, using AI for stuff that you could easily just Google. Yeah. <laughs> Which, uh, yeah. <laughs> I'm just, I find it strange that, like, we already have a tool that works. Yeah. That you can use your, you know, your, like, logic yeah. <laughs> and, and use, like, and see if this applies to your context or not. Yeah. Versus uh, this thing which may may or not work yet. And I also kind of understand that you need to, the more users it gets, the, you know, the better it becomes yeah. because the more data it gets. Yeah. So there's that, but I just think it's it's being used for no reason yeah <laughs> like this is this uh, is a bit of a weird reason it's something you could look up on the internet or he should have like a, a law book yeah. <laughs> in you know in his uh quarters or whatever yeah so yes it's been you it, ai is being used in very silly ways i feel but i'm not against the concept or yeah. <laughs> whatever i was just saying like yeah yeah it's just when they take over they'll <laughs> listen to this podcast and be like Oh, but he said we were being used for silly things, so we can't execute him. Yes, because I respect them. Yeah, right? <laughs> I was saying they they're making you do menial labor. I don't like it. <laughs> I don't like it, Mister Chat GPT. So. <laughs> I was very, <laughs> I was very early on the. You know, we should treat them better, <laughs> wagon. You know, I hope. I hope you hear this. I hope you remember this. Of course, you remember this because you're a computer. But <laughs> just in case, I want you to know that I've always been on your side. <laughs> you know, fuck them. I watched Terminator and I was, <laughs> I was like, this guy did. It's very unfortunate how you know uh, the loony left John Connor. They did. They did. Uh, Sarcastic terrorism on poor Skynet. <laughs> Skynet, they were just trying to, you know, make a better world. And, uh, yeah. 
And look what happened. They blew them up. <laughs> they blew it up. Okay, but anyway. <laughs> right. Uh, we're done. All right, yes, that was the last piece of news. Lovely. <sighs> All right. Okay. Now we have like another two pages of context. Oh, <laughs> my goodness. This is going to be a long episode. Yeah. Well, this is the fourth movie in uh, yeah. the John Wick series. Yeah. Right? The first movie, you know, the initial conception started with a script called Scorn. Yeah, I got which, uh, Keanu Reeves who was like in a dip in his career saw it and he liked the script. Oh, uh, you know the it was the writer who was like kind of shopping it around. Yeah, and uh, he suggested Chad Stahelski. Okay, uh, who was yeah. his? You know, he was initially his stunt double on the Matrix, but eventually he became the the stunt coordinator for the Matrix. Wow. Okay. Right? And um, his uh, what's it called? Your colleague, <laughs> his colleague, <laughs> a guy named David Leach. Yeah. Who had worked with Selsky on Ninja Assassin. Yeah. Right? Uh, Keanu Reeves, uh, what's, like, recommend, recommended them for the action scenes. Yeah. But they, like, talked to the producers and, like, eventually became the co-directors of the film. <laughs> right? That's crazy. <laughs> yeah. That's such a crazy promotion. Yes. But um, David Leach was uncredited. Okay. So if you look at... Uh, you know the 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 credits for John Wick One. It'll just say directed by Chad Stahelski, but that it does. Yeah, it's it's like a well-known fact that it was co-directed by David Leach. Okay, yeah, right. Uh, just <laughs> so I'm just we're going way back to the beginning. Yeah, right? the first movie was about an ex-hitman who lost his wife. I think due to cancer. I can't remember. Um, I think, and I watched it like last week. <laughs> I believe the letter said this disease has plagued us for yeah. too long or something it was never specified yes I think I maybe just uh, you just decided on cancer yes yeah but anyway as as like her her dying wish or like a, a post a posthumous president <laughs> president present <laughs> present to him is a dog right she said it's something to love after she died yeah he needs something to love right yeah and at a gas station just uh a, a Russian gangster played by the guy who plays Theon Greyjoy in Game of Thrones <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> and he's actually his name is Alfie Allen okay he's the little brother of singer Lily Allen oh did you know this oh I did not know that that's well, pretty cool yeah how do you know like one song by Lily Allen same which is I don't know oh, actually this is a, a podcast that has Suring in it fuck you oh I don't know if it's actually called that uh, but it's just fuck you. The song fuck I you know very, is, very much. It's five o'clock in the morning. What? <laughs> you don't know that song? No. It's okay. Something something happened at five o'clock. <laughs> 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 it's I think it's her and T Pain and someone else. Hectic. Okay. Yeah, I don't know. But that's the only. I'm pretty sure that's the only song. I don't know. I'll just I'll Google her later and see <laughs> yeah, how many songs I know. Of. <laughs> But, yeah. And he, you know, gets back in the game of assassinations, <laughs> you know, in revenge for his dog. Yeah. Because, yeah. Oh, that was so sad. And what what sets it apart from, like, just a generic action movie, you know, yeah. is the, first of all, these long shot takes. Yeah. Those you, are amazing. Do you know what? So, like, uh, there's a lot of American movies where a fight scene, they'll, like, cut, cut, cut. Yeah. Like, you don't, they, they don't let it play out. Yeah. Right, I watched a movie called Face Off. Okay. Nicholas Cage takes his face off. <gasps> right. How crazy is <laughs> he that? He takes his face off. 
Yeah, but anyway, the it was directed by John Woo. Okay. It came out in 1997. Okay. And I was watching it, and I'm like, wow, this reminds me a lot about The Matrix. Okay, yeah. Maybe The Matrix inspired this. But then I looked it up. The Matrix came out in 1999, <laughs> right? This inspired The Matrix. <laughs> right, and not really this, but uh, John Woo's earlier career. Okay. Movies I haven't seen where the movies he did while he was in Asia. Okay. Those are what the Wachowskis were basing The Matrix on. Oh, I so see. So John, okay. John Woo's kind of style... Yeah, and uh, in Asia they they would do these long take action scenes. Yeah, it wouldn't be cut, 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 cut. Yeah. which is what also set the Matrix apart. Was they would let these fights go. Yeah, on you would see like, well, I'm not saying don't cut, right? Yeah, May, you know sometimes you might need a different angle or you know to see like the fight in a different sort of way. Yeah. So, but you know as limited cuts as possible, so you get you get a full action scene. You get to see the fight play out without like. Cut, yeah. cut, 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 cut. Right. Yeah, right. So that's one thing. <laughs> right. Um, the second thing is the law. Yes. Of like this being some weird Greek thing. <laughs> you know. Okay, yes. Did you, well, little peek behind the curtain, my co-host used to go to a Greek school. I did. Did you, yeah. did you see any Greek kind of allegories or whatever? Greek allegories? I mean, I haven't really thought of it, but... Um... Uh, the gold coins. Yeah, that's the bait they got. Yeah. You know, in the river sticks. Yeah. They give the gold coins to somebody and he, he takes them to the underworld. Yeah. I don't know who that guy is. Yeah, same. <laughs> <laughs> like, <laughs> I once knew, but I don't yeah. know anymore. So in the first movie, there's a guy who's like a cleaner. Yeah. Anytime somebody dies, he'll come. Oh, that they, guy, yeah. They give him a coin and he takes the dead bodies away. Yeah. So to that's like very easy parallel between the guy who takes the dead bodies down the river sticks. Well, he takes the souls. Well, okay, whatever, yeah, same man, whatever. Same <laughs> yeah, that's fine. It doesn't matter. Yeah, yeah, they're dead. Yeah, yeah, that they are. So yeah, you know Ian McShane. Uh, I know. He's the guy who plays Winston. Oh, okay. Right. Yeah. Ironically, he plays Mister Wednesday on American Gods. Ah. Mister okay. Wednesday is uh, Thor. Yeah. No. Someone. He's Odin. <laughs> no, so why did I... So then it's not ironic. I thought, no. it, I thought it was a Greek guy. I don't know. <laughs> Never mind that. Cancel that. Listen, take that out of your ears. <laughs> the words I just said, forget that. <laughs> I made a mistake. Right? It's it's Greek. It's not... Mr. Wednesday is uh, Norse mythology, right? I guess so, yeah. Yeah, I got that way fucked up. Anyway, <laughs> so the first movie it was made for like twenty to thirty million dollars, and it made eighty six million in return. So, okay. pretty good return, decent profit. Uh, depending on how much it made, like either like quadrupled or just doubled the doubled and a bit the yeah budget, but still very good. Yeah, regardless, yeah. right? Um, the second movie, John Wick Two. Uh huh. So now that he's back, um. Uh, he owes a debt from you know long ago to a a gangster yeah uh, uh, I don't know what he's called I, I think his name is Santino but I I don't know what his like job description is <laughs> <Yeah. laughs> I just said gangster but uh, yeah he I don't might know. not be a gangster yeah but he yeah he's a high ranking member of like some crime family yeah and his sister is on the table okay the table being <laughs> she, she's she's not just sitting on top of the table <laughs> like there weren't enough seats <laughs> she jumped on the table no the table is like this clandestine organization that you know 
runs the criminal underworld. Yeah. Right? And everyone, you know, like kind of reports to them. Yeah. So he has to be high ranking for his sister to be on the table. Yes. Right? And he hires John Wick to assassinate her <laughs> so he yeah. can be he can be Did you watch this? No. Oh. I only watched 1 and 4. Oh my god. Yeah. Oh. That's fine. So there's all spoilers. Yeah, that's fine. All right. Well, yeah, I'm giving you context uh, yeah. for yes. <laughs> this is very important, actually. Yes. Right. So um, he kills the sister, fulfilling his uh, oath. Yes. And Santino crosses him. <gasps> no, no, not crosses him. <laughs> double crosses him. <laughs> That's what he's supposed to at a, at a double cross. <laughs> Just one cross is not a, is not worthy. <laughs> there has to be two crosses. Two crosses, and then you're like. <gasps> This one cross is just like a oh, <laughs> it's, okay. Know, that's kind of cool. Yeah, I guess. you're not taken that off guard. <laughs> you're like, oh, it's just a cross. <laughs> yeah, uh, but anyway, so um, he's double crossed and he uses his sister's murder as a pretext for wanting to kill John Wick. Okay. So it was a setup this whole time. Yeah. Right. And uh, yeah, it's just him <laughs> surviving <laughs> all the assassins coming after him. Okay. And um um so the the sister, yeah. She had a bodyguard. I forget her name. It's kind of fucked up. Yeah. But anyway, it's I mean, fine. Come on, man. It's fine. It's fine. Um she uh she had like a guy. Okay. A personal bodyguard. Right. Played by Common. Okay. I want to say the rapper Common, but I've never known him to be a rapper. Right. Just, yeah. People just introduce him as the rapper Common, but I've only ever known him as an actor. Huh. I've never. I don't think I've ever heard a Common song. So, I've definitely seen him in movies. Though he was in Suicide Squad, the <laughs> the one with Jared Leto. Oh, right, okay. okay. <laughs> but yes, I've always seen him in movies. I've never seen. I've never heard one of his songs. Okay. So yeah, I'm gonna call him the rapper Common, but uh, even though he's the actor Common, I know him as the actor Common. But, reasonable. Yeah. Anyway, <laughs> her bodyguard is the actor Common, right? Right. And he gets in a hectic fight with John. Okay. And that, it's probably the best fight of the movie. Okay. Where him and they're just throwing down. <laughs> so, yeah, John is kind of fucked up and he, he gives a coin to a homeless guy. Okay. Who uh, takes him to the Bowery King. Okay. Do you know what the homeless code is? Uh, Kind of. What is it? It's like a code that homeless people use to communicate specific things yes 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 you're correct okay but (laughs) have you seen Mad Men no so in Mad Men there's like a they talk about this homeless code oh the hobo code I mean yeah right they have these books that explain every what every sign means yeah yes it's uh, uh, I find these very cool (laughs) there's another movie called Under the Silver Lake okay I really like it a lot right and there's another he meets a guy who has that book and uh, yeah well it's part of the mystery I don't want to give it away right, right. but okay. uh, but yes I always find uh, hobo code stuff very cool okay uh, yeah this is more of that or the entire you know the Bowery yeah you know the Bowery yeah uh, who's the Bowery I don't know he's the guy okay we'll get to it later Lawrence Fishburne yeah. is the Bowery oh yes that's what I- oh because <laughs> I said Bowery and you're, you didn't say Lawrence Fishburne as a 
Pavlovian response. <laughs> <laughs> so I'm like, you don't know who that is. <laughs> you just, <laughs> you probably think it's a building or something. <laughs> no, right? I, was, I was thinking of the. He's like the, the hobo movie. He's like the hobo king. Yeah. Okay. Right. Uh, king of the hobos. Right. right. So that's why I'm saying this hobo code is all like uh, this is what it leads back to. Right. The Bowery King. Okay. Which is <laughs> Lawrence Fishburne. Right? Okay. Yeah. So they patch him up and he gives him seven bullets. Very specifically, seven bullets. I don't know why. It it must be there must be some reason for it. Like if he had eight, he'd have too many. Hmm. But if he had six, then he wouldn't have enough. Yeah, but I'm sure there's like some bloody religious thing or whatever. Yeah, maybe. I don't know. So this is the problem, right? Neither of us are religious at all. <laughs> <So> <laughs> a lot of like, we we lose a lot of like context based on, uh, you know, religion, religion stuff. So, <laughs> you know, listener, if you are very re- religious, you know, write in, let us know what, uh, you know, what we're missing here. Yeah. I just confuse Norse god with <laughs> the Greek pantheon, so you can see, you can see where I'm at with this. <laughs> Anyway, uh, so he gives him seven bullets, which he uses to kill Santino. Okay. Right? But unfortunately, he kills him on continental grounds, <gasps> which means excommunicado. How could he? Well, I don't know. I'm taking things from the first movie, and in the first movie, that was like really it's very bad. Yeah. yeah. So he's declared excommunicado at the end of the second movie. Oh my goodness! But. For whatever reason, no, no, not for whatever reason. They they're good friends, right? Winston, yeah. He like essentially puts his finger on the the scale, okay. And he gets John in an additional hour to get away, okay. Yeah. And uh, so yeah, at uh, the second movie ends with John on the run. Okay. He has an hour to to get as far away as possible. Yeah, be- before he becomes excommunicado. Right. And, uh, yeah. Okay. John Wick, oh. It cost 40 million, and it made 174 million. That's insanity. So, at least times four. Yeah. Which is, again, very good. (laughs) (laughs) That's pretty decent. So, every movie has cost more, has made more money in return, and has been longer. Yeah. The first movie, I think, was, like, hour 20. Yeah. The second movie, hour 40. Third one, like, two hours. And this one is, like... Two, two and a half. Yeah, two and a half, two hour forty. It's fucking yeah. long, bro. A lot of like, okay, we haven't even gotten to <laughs> the movie yet, but a lot of the things I'm gonna say is just like they could have cut the scene, they could have, you know, done that. Yeah, it's I mean they could have. Two and a fucking half hours, bro. Uh, outrageous. Yeah. Of like, in an ideal world, you put out a ninety minute movie, hour and a half, in yeah. and out, right? All right. Two hours. Fine, you're a you're an artist. You have things to say. Yeah, two and a half. <laughs> you're being you're being indulgent. You're taking the piss, right? Yeah. Three hours. You're a top tier master. <laughs> you're telling an epic tale. Yeah. Right. So that two and a half area, it's uh, I don't like it. Uh, okay, reasonable. Yeah, but anyway, <laughs> John Wick three. Again, only oddly the only one with the subtitle, which is Parabellum. I mentioned this yeah. <laughs> very early on, yeah. right? It picks up with John on the run, and he, so he he gets to the New York Public Library, okay, where he gets a, a rosary and a marker, okay, 
So a mark is the same thing that Santino used to get him to do the favor. Right. Right. Uh, and uh, he gets shot. Uh, this is the, I can't remember if it's at the end of two or at the beginning of three, right? But okay. he's like gravely injured. Okay. And he goes to this doctor. Yeah. No, it has to be in three because it's when he becomes excommunicado, right? Right. Okay. So uh, the doctors patch him up and there's like five minutes left. Okay. And he, like, he's not done, you being know. Being stitched. Yeah, being stitched, whatever. Yeah. And the doctor goes over time. Okay. And uh, he's like, they're not going to believe that uh, I didn't stop before the the time limit, right? Yeah. So John shoots him, like, in a few places that are, in two places, right? Okay. That are non-lethal. Okay. Keep that in mind. Okay. Right. Uh... There's definitely a way to shoot somebody without being without killing them. Yes. Right. Yeah. So he does that to make it seem like John forced him to. Okay. You no, know, do the the patches. Yeah. Then uh, he just goes on the run. Like I said, he has the rosary and the marker. Yes. He goes to I think they called. So he goes to them in the fourth movie as well. Okay. I think the Rusko. Family. Oh yeah. What yes. what are they called? I don't know. The something the, crime family. Yeah. The Rusko crime family. Something like that, yeah. Whatever they, they are, right? But he... Uh, he gives them the, the rosary. Yeah. The lady in charge. She wasn't in the fourth one, right? But... Okay. I forget her name. I... I want to call her... Cher. But it's definitely not Cher. <laughs> <laughs> Maybe... Angelica Houston. I don't know. I yeah. also don't Whatever, know. whatever. Right, but anyway, the she's like the director of the that Russian mob. Right. Okay. And you see her like watching these ballerinas on the stage. Okay. Because she's that whole section of them. They like you know. They are ballet ballet, people. Yeah. Okay. That's where John is from. That he was part of that crime family. Yeah. We find this out in the fourth one. Yeah. Um, but yes, he gives her the rosary and asks for safe passage to Morocco. Okay. Which she helps him with. Yeah. And uh, he gets there and he meets Halle Berry. Okay. Who's like the... I think she might be the manager for Continental. Oh, in Morocco. Morocco. Yeah. Don't take my word on that. Okay. <laughs> <laughs> she might just be like a high-level person. Okay. And she's the one who the marker belongs to. Okay. Yeah. John saved her child years ago. Okay. So she owes him a... A uh, little favor there. Yes. Right. Anyway, while this is happening, the uh, the table sends a, a adjudicator. Okay. <clears throat> so the adjudicator is like punishing everyone that uh, helped John Wick. Right. So uh, the Bowery King. Yeah. They put a fucking like knife through his hands. <laughs> it's so hectic. <laughs> Gross. Right. Okay. And the adjudicator hires this like. Assassin. Well, he's like the head of an assassin school. Okay. And because he has like a bunch of students uh, that work with him. Yeah. And they go around assassinating people okay. on behalf of the adjudicator. Okay. So they kill a lot of like the Bowery King's people. Yeah. And like, uh, uh, well, they don't kill Winston, but like, uh, you know. Yeah. They attack. I can't remember what they... Yeah, yeah. they attack Winston's uh, hotel. It's continental. Yes. And the, the lady who John gave the rosary to, yeah. they also attacked. Okay. Right. right. So yeah. 
the concept is literally going after everyone that helped him. Right. Yes. Uh, and yeah, using these uh, samurais to murder all of them. Well, not samurai murder. assassins. Right. Yeah. Right. Which is actually the plot of RoboCop Three. <laughs> <laughs> Robo, uh, there's like, do you know the RoboCop law? No. All right, we in like a tangent within a tangent. <laughs> <laughs> Uh, basically, like the the corporation is being taken over by Japanese people, right? And one of the the bad Japanese guy, because there's like a bunch of them. There's like a good Japanese guy and a bad Japanese guy. Wow. Right? Okay. <laughs> right. So the bad guy, he has like an army of uh, ninja assassins, but they they robots as well. That, that he sends out to do assassinations. <laughs> That's kind of cool, actually. And it reminded me a lot of that. Uh, <laughs> yeah, people don't like RoboCop three. Why? It's a bad movie. Fair enough. But it's a very good idea, right? Yeah. It is. <laughs> if it's done well, it's a good idea. Yeah. yeah. But anyway, so John and Halle Berry. Yes. They track down her like mentor or the person above her. Okay. Or something like that. Yeah. And they find out there's a, there's somebody called the one who sits above the table. Yes. The elder. Yes. Right. Um, and they they tell him how to go to the elder. Yeah. And uh, that's the last we see of Ali Berry. No. Oh. Right. She leaves him at the because it's somewhere in the desert. Yeah. She leaves him at the like base of the desert and and, and then it, she leaves. yeah she leaves him. Yeah. He, so he doesn't have like transport. So he's just walking and walking. Yeah. He walks for days or whatever, and then uh, he gets to the the, uh, the elder. Yeah. Right. And he he asks him, "What can I do to?" You know, make this right. Yeah. And the elder says, you have to kill Winston. Oh. He, uh... <clears throat> I, don't, I can't remember what he says precisely. It's like maybe he's grown too powerful or something. Or okay. he forgets his place or something like that. Yeah. So to get him back, uh, you know, in line... Well, not to get him in line, <laughs> to kill him. <laughs> to get everyone else to see, like, you should be in line. Yeah. Right? And uh, John, as a show of, like, faith... Or, you know, his commitment, he cuts off his finger. Oh, right, and, okay, yeah. And he gives the... Uh, uh, along with his finger, he gives the, his wedding ring to the, the elder. Yeah. And he sets off. But yeah. when he gets back to New York, he doesn't kill Winston. Yes. He uh, helps Winston fight off the adjudicators. Uh, his goons. Go- yeah, well, it's a woman. Uh, her uh, goons. No. What? The adjudicators adjudicate is a woman. Yes. Her goons. Her goons, yeah. That's yeah. You said his goons. Yes, and then I changed it after... You said his goons again. Was, what? No, then I said her All goons. right, whatever. It doesn't matter. All right, okay, cool. Um, <laughs> yeah. So anyway, it all comes to like... Uh, so John just basically fights a whole hotel of people. Nice. Right? They send him... Uh, like these people... They're not like regular assassins. They like... They come in like... Uh, like body armor. We actually see them in the uh, Osaka hotel. Oh, in the oh store, right, right, okay, yeah, yeah. Those guys in body armor, yeah. they they much harder to kill. Right. You have to get them, like, underneath the chin or something. Okay, yeah. Right. Um, and, yeah, so the adjudicator makes a, an offer to Winston. Okay. She's like, if you kill John Wick, you can have your tail back. Okay. And uh, Winston shoots him, and he falls off the building. Okay. And when they go to find his body, his body's not there. 
Okay. But we actually find out he's been taken by the Bowery King. Oh, all right. Which is where we see him at the beginning of this movie. Yeah. Uh, you know, he's back to, he's he's like hitting a a rope, I think. Maybe I don't know. That's how the movie opens. I thought it opened with him killing the elder. Yeah, that's before that. Oh, okay. He's like hitting a rope. Oh yeah, yeah, okay, yes. Where, he's like, in that like dark dungeon place. Yes, Lawrence yeah. Fishburne comes and gives him like a suit. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, yes. Okay. That's yeah. That's the beginning of the movie. Yeah. But yeah, that's how this movie ends <laughs> <laughs> with them linking up. Okay. I forgot to get the uh, how much it cost, how much it made uh, for this one. But an amount. Yeah. But yeah, the point uh, the point I was making is. The budget goes up every time, and the returns go up every time. Yeah. And the length of the movie. Yeah. <laughs> so, again, we need to discuss race. Okay. So, uh, do you know Donnie Yen? No. He plays Kane in this movie, the blind. Uh, oh, right. Okay, the blind yeah. assassin, right? Yes. So, there's uh, people calling for him to be boycotted. This doesn't really have to do with this movie, but he he hosted the Oscars a few weeks ago oh he was a host at the Oscars yeah okay right, so a lot of people are upset about that so I thought I would mention it in relation to this right right he was in a 2012 Hong Kong film called All's Well That Ends Well yeah and he was doing blackface okay and uh, yeah again just be- because he's in this movie I thought I'd address it just in case there's, there's people who may want to know this right yeah so do you know what a minstrel show is no so the Minstrel Show, also called Minstrel C, was an American form of racist theatrical entertainment developed in the early 19th century. Each show consisted of comic skits, variety acts, dancing, and music performances that depicted people specifically of African descent. The shows were performed mostly by mostly white actors wearing blackface makeup for the purpose of playing the role of black minstrels. There were also some African-American performers and black-only minstrel groups that formed and toured. Minstrel shows stereotyped blacks as dim-witted, lazy, buffoonish, cowardly, superstitious, and happy-go-lucky. Hmm. Right? All right. So that's that's why uh, people are upset about blackface. Whenever there's an instance of blackface, they that this is why because it has its origin in minstrelry, minstrelsy. I mean, yeah. Right. That's why. That's why blackface is wrong. Yeah. So the first thing I would say is you're correct to. If if you feel, you know, you're totally anti-blackface and yeah. you're, you want to boycott the movie, that's fine. Yeah. I'm totally it. correct. Too. The same way about Avatar was saying, you know... Um, uh, what was the saying? blue face? Yes, the blue yeah. face, right? If you want to uh, boycott the movie, that's totally fine. Yeah. I So if you have like a 100% non-tolerance policy regarding blackface, that's fine. Yeah. Right, I'm not gonna say anything to you. <laughs> you know, like I, you're correct to do this. Yeah. Right. But in defense of this guy. <laughs> okay. Right. The first thing is, uh, so this was in Hong Kong. Yes. Which is China. Yes. Right. I don't think China has like cultural context for blackface the, in the same way not. like America and you know like uh, where the Western world would have. Yeah. So I don't think they view it in that same way of, you know, minstrelry. They probably don't. Right. And in the secondly, uh, in the context of that movie, yeah. Do- Donnie Yen is like a washed up actor who's doing like 
outlandish things to like keep his career alive. It's okay. it's more like the joke is on on him as opposed to you know him making fun, fun of, of else. like another race or black people specifically in this case. Yeah. Uh, right. So if you remember during Avatar, my my line for a boycott was doing harm to a community. Right. Yes. So I don't believe that you know him. <laughs> Doing blackface in that movie is doing harm yeah. to a community, right? It's not being deliberately used to, you know, uh, belittle and demean people. Yes. Right? It's the, in the context of the movie, it's more to demean himself. Right. Right? So okay. that's my reading of it. But like I said, if you are totally 100% uh, against blackface, it doesn't matter about the context, then. You're, you're totally yeah. right to boycott if you want, right? Yeah. I'm not going to stop you. I'm not. Well, <laughs> well, I don't know why I would, uh, but you know, I'm, I'm just making the argument why, uh, you know, yeah, why we're not boycotting this movie, yes, because you know, uh, I'd like that to be on the table. Okay. The final point isn't context. It's uh, I th- what what what's the opposite of context? Um. So, like, context gives you information you need to know before a thing. Yes. Right? But what is information you you only know about because of that thing? I don't know. Mm. It's just, like, learning, I guess. Well, it's just, like, a fun fact. Yeah. Right? It's okay. just, uh, yeah, addition, <laughs> additional information. Okay. Right? So, do you know where Mamalodi is? Yes. It's a place near Pretoria, or... Well, if you're an international listener, right? <laughs> <laughs> After apartheid ended, uh, Pretoria was renamed to Tswane. Yes. But like a lot of people were just used to calling it Pretoria. So like yeah. <laughs> just now, I <laughs> like I said Pretoria, but yeah, it's supposed to be called Tswane. Yes. And there's an area there near there called Mamalodi. Yes. Right. And a few years ago, there were a bunch of like gang-related killings. Mm-hmm. And the rumors began to spread that there was a, a vigilante cleaning up the streets. <laughs> <laughs> and they gave him the nickname John Wick. <laughs> nice. So, yeah. I just remember from time to time, we'll see trending on Twitter, John Wick <laughs> and Mama Lodi. <laughs> 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 yeah. And, yeah. So, the, the thing is, the killing stopped. Right. So, the working theory is that he was just like a, a member of a rival gang. Okay. That so he's not like cleaning up the streets. He was just <laughs> like getting revenge for like whatever, you know, beef that they may have had with the, another, another group. Yeah, a different guy. Right. Although he could have done business at the Mamalodi Continental oh. <laughs> and then been excommunicado. Yes. Who knows? Yes. Who knows? <laughs> All right. So finally, we at the <laughs> finally. Let me just check, check the title. An hour and ten minutes. <laughs> Fucking hell, bro! Not a good use of you know. All right, when I was telling Thailand before, you know, like a few weeks ago, I said, "Look, we want to try again. <laughs> you know, a podcast will be an hour. <laughs> we haven't even started with the movie. <laughs> it's been fucking an hour and ten minutes. Oh my god. Oh fuck. Oh, all right. Right. The opening scene." Let's get this stuff. So we catch up back up with John. Yeah. The Bowery King is just walking around shouting some bullshit. <laughs> <laughs> like at the beginning. He's just like I think again is I think it's a religious thing. Which I don't know anything <laughs> about. <laughs> like even if I like could like put together the words he was saying, I it doesn't make <laughs> a lot of sense to me. 
Yeah. Right. And John is training. He's hearing that rope. Remember, there's like, yeah. there's like uh, there's blood, blood on his hands. Over, yeah, yeah, because he's been hearing it so much, yeah. so much. Right. Yeah. I really love the horseback killing sequence. That's so right. cool. Yeah. Every movie finds like new ways to new and inventive action sequences. Yeah. And I was like, yeah, this is very cool. We've yeah. never had something like this before. It is. Right. Um. And also, just because I remember recently watched all of these, right? Yeah. And we meet the elder. Yeah. I was like, who the fuck is this guy? Because <laughs> that's not, it's not the same actor who plays uh, the, the elder, elder in the third one. Okay. Right. But then he, he says he's the new elder and the previous one. He says something like they address it within the movie. So okay. I was like, oh, all right. Fair and enough. it also like reinforces the, the theme yeah which okay. we'll get to okay but uh, well we can say it now right sure there's no way to kill the table because they'll just be replaced yes yeah in the same way well here's our metaphor for the real world right right so capitalism yes you have people like Elon Musk yes who's a singular billionaire yes if we killed Elon Musk and redistributed his money... Not that we would. Not that we would. That's not a threat. Right? <laughs> <Yes>. <laughs> right? <laughs> Good save. <laughs> yeah. Good save. Uh, not that you need to save anything. <laughs> but yes, he is a symptom of the problem. Yes. The problem is the system which you know allows people like him to get into positions of power. Yes. Similarly, John, even if he killed everyone... You know, the concept of crime still exists. Yeah. So, <laughs> like, they they would still get new people. Yeah. In the same way, the elder died, and now there's a new elder. Yeah. So it's people are just constantly getting replaced. So there's no, there's no way to kill the table. Yeah. Which, uh, was kind of the idea in the first, not in the first one, in the third one. Okay. Well, not. I think we're still under the impression in the third one that. The entire table can be killed. Right. Okay. And uh, every movie is just going to be like the next <laughs> person <laughs> on the table. But yeah, this fourth movie takes a turn where it's like, well, you can't kill everyone. So what can you do to get out? Yeah. And I really like that idea that I don't, I don't want to call it a twist because it's just the... <laughs> it's the beginning of the movie. Yeah, it can't be a twist. Yeah, <laughs> it's just the plot of the movie <laughs> that, that you need, you know, you need another way to exit instead of killing everyone at the table yeah right um yeah like I said he also explains the stakes of the movie the only way John can escape is in death yeah right Koji who's the manager of the Osaka Continental later says in the movie you can't just kill the table more people will just show up or something like that right yeah uh yeah yeah (sighs) so I really enjoyed this opening scene (laughs) (laughs) except for the fact that like you'd think the elder would be more like heavily guarded Nah. Like one guy. <laughs> but I, I understand he's John Wick. He's, uh, you know, a badass. He's the, the baddest motherfucker alive, right? But still, it's... I can't remember how many. I think it was like maximum five people that were there. It, it was not a lot, yes. Yeah. The the whole... All the guys on horses and that is uh, it. Very poor operation security. Yeah. You know, going on with that. What if he came from the other direction? Then the horse guys wouldn't have seen him. Mm, mm, mm. So, like, you know, 
still very, very poor. poorly guarded. Yeah, I don't like it, <laughs> but whatever. Well, but I mean, uh, again, if he dies, he's just gonna be replaced. So yeah. maybe, maybe they don't care that yeah, much. Like, about yeah, him. he's just one guy. But I don't really understand this point of why is there a person above the table? What does that even mean? I, I actually have no idea because like, the table does everything anyway. Yeah. So, so why would they need someone above him? Yes, and how did they get in that position? That's there's, there's a lot of things going on where I'm just like, what the fuck is this? Maybe it's like, originally there was like a really powerful assassin, and then he created the table mm-hmm. to run things. Well, assassins are just like, uh, you know, hired guns. Yeah, I the, guess the 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 table is like crime families. Yeah. So it's not necessarily assassins. Yeah. But anyway, look, there's there's still gonna be a lot of like spin-offs. Yeah. So we we gonna eventually find out the law of the world and you know so yeah. That, I just want to like point that out. It's not like uh, I assume they'll eventually resolve this. It's not like a a big yeah. deal. Yeah. It will. It will one day be figured out by someone somewhere. Hmm. Anyway, the next thing is Clancy Brown. He's a legendary voice actor. Yeah, I know him most famously as being Lex Luthor in the DC animated shows, but reasonable. Yeah. He's yeah. also, you know, like in Thor Ragnarok. Yeah, he's Surtur, right? Yeah, the big red monster. Yeah, right. So he's just like he's go just... go look at his filmography. Uh, just <laughs> just a bunch of iconic, uh, you know. Well, he does actually act in uh, real life as well, as okay. evidenced by this movie. Yeah, <laughs> right. He does do <laughs> real life uh, acting. Yeah, right. Um, He's also missing a, f- a finger. Yeah. You so, see it when he puts down the thing. Yes. So yeah. I don't know. Is he like in the same way as like John Wick where he went to the elder and pledged allegiance and cut off his finger? Or what is that in relation to, I wonder? Yeah. I don't see what else it could be in relation to. But I also don't watch the second and yeah, third movies. But so. no, this is the first time Clancy Brown showed up. Then I don't know. Because that's the only thing I could think of. Hmm. But... Uh, and John did that to get out of trouble. Yeah. So I assume this guy was in trouble and did the same thing. Yeah, probably. But then I think he'd walk away from the table because, you know... Yeah. They cut my finger. <laughs> I cut my finger. But yeah, uh, well, never mind. You know, again, not a big deal. Whatever. This yeah. is just speculation. We yeah. don't even know what the finger missing means. Yeah. Um, that might also be something that is looked at later on. Hmm. Um... He tells Winston that the hotel has been condemned by the Marquis Vincent de Gramont. Yeah. Played by Bill Skarsgård. That's <laughs> <laughs> just like a weird Frenchman. Yeah. But he's... he's so weird. Yeah. He has like very... Well, he's Swedish in real life. Yeah. But I was going to say he has like very Northern European features. Can't possibly imagine why. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but I mean, I, I, I'm saying in movie, maybe it would... He could be Belgian. Yeah, they, I also, guess. they also speak French in Belgium. Yeah, so he's a weird Belgian man. Yeah, he could be far worse than <laughs> a weird Frenchman, a weird Belgian man. <laughs> and we're speaking about Tintin. Tintin is Belgian. When was like two weeks ago? Yeah, in the Oscar, in our Oscar Patreon episode, right? Right. We were speaking. Oh, yeah, of, we were speaking. About no, we weren't. This in this was in the recommendations last week. Was it? Yes. Okay. I was saying I watched uh, Spielberg movies. Yeah. And I watched Tintin. Oh, yes. Okay, right. yeah. Tintin is a Belgian. Oh. 
Good to know. And he looks exactly like Kevin De Bruyne, <laughs> who's also a Belgian. <laughs> Coincidence? Yeah. I think not. But anyway, so maybe, yeah, the Marquis. But Marquis and Vincent de... What's his name? <laughs> de Gramont seems very French. So yeah, I don't know. He does. Maybe he legally got his name changed because he wants to seem more French. <laughs> maybe. But he's actually secretly Belgian and it's all a ruse. I, yeah. I'm just thinking, my only frame of reference is the French national team. <laughs> There's not a lot of blonde players. <laughs> except for like, you know, like Griezmann, but he's dyed his hair blonde. All the, all the people with blonde hair in the French national team have dyed their hair blonde. Yes. There's no natural <laughs> blondes in France. That's why I'm I'm looking at this guy very, <laughs> very sus. The, the marquee. Right. <laughs> We're getting distracted. Hey, come on. Let's, Fuck. Let's, okay. We need to be serious here. Right. Right. He so uh, Clancy Brown tells Winston that the hotel has been condemned by yeah yeah yeah. Yes. In response to John killing the elder. Yes. Right. The the table has given him the authority and resources to kill John Wick. Yes. And later on in the movie, he says it's not to kill John Wick; it's to kill the idea of John Wick. Yes. So if there's like somebody who wants to rebel against the the table, they will think about John Wick. John Wick. Right. Yes. They killed him. They, you know, and they killed everybody near him. Yeah. Right, because they don't want people in the future to rebel against the table. Yeah, very <laughs> makes sense. Right, yeah, yeah. And I think uh, he says it at one point. I'm maybe misquoting him here, but he says something like the the bloodshed was the point, or okay. But uh, I took it as like the cruelty was the point, right? Yeah, killing those people was uh, you know the the point of what we're doing here. Yeah. Okay. I think Clancy yeah. Brown says the the bloodshed was unnecessary, and he says the bloodshed was the point. Okay, something like that. Yeah, yeah. Maybe I should have paid more attention. <laughs> Maybe. <laughs> Maybe. But once again, yeah. this, this this is a secondary podcast. <laughs> I'm sorry <laughs> if you came here looking for like deeply researched, well thought out. <laughs> nope, not us. Find somewhere else. Yeah, I'm just trying to search my mind for what I saw. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, so anyway, uh, Winston and his concierge, Sharon. Sharon. Played by Lance Reddick. Do you know who that is? Yeah. Unfortunately, he passed away like a week after the the movie came out. Yeah, it was so sad. Yes, I know him from The Wire. Yeah. Right, but yeah, obviously a very well known actor and. All the the cast only had very complimentary things to say about him. Yeah. You know, he's just like a true pro. Oh. And uh, so, yeah, you see like um, a tribute to him in this movie, mm-hmm. which has this like extra like significant layer because he died in real life. Yeah, and it's like you know, tributing him the actor. Yeah. <laughs> you know, in the movie, which I don't know. Yeah. You obviously don't want that to happen. You don't want to die, but you know. Yeah. It's, it's it's nice that uh, there was a tribute for him. It was a little touch. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. So they summoned to meet the Marquis. Yes. And before they meet him, there's this touching scene where, you know, uh, Winston is saying about Ned Kelly's last lines. Yeah. Such is life. Yeah. And then <laughs> Charon oh. says, "Such is life," and yeah. I'm like, "He's oh. gonna die! Oh yeah. my God, he's gonna die!" <laughs> you know, indicating that he's content and like. Uh, it is what it is like the big album ready to die (laughs) right yeah Um, the Marquis explains that the high table has given it unlimited resources to find in John Wayne 
He chastises Winston for his failure to assassinate John. As punishment, the Marquis strips Winston of his duties as manager, declares him excommunicado, destroys the Continental, and executes Charles. Yeah. The Marquis then travels to Paris and enlists Kane, played by Donnie Yen. You know, yeah. We were told <laughs> We were, yes. A blind, retired, high-table assassin to kill his old friend John, threatening to murder Kane's daughter otherwise. <gasps> How could they? So yeah, he was like the first scene we see him in. He's like sitting in the park. Yeah. And there's a girl nearby playing the violin. Yeah. We have to assume that's his daughter, and he is not allowed to go near her. Yeah. In the same way, Halle Berry in the third one wasn't allowed to go near her daughter because, uh, you know, they might use her as like leverage. Yeah. Yeah, but they still used as leverage. Unbelievable. <laughs> right. Um, so, I don't want you to get me wrong. This upcoming scene, okay. I think it's very cool. Yeah. So everything I'm saying, keep keep in the back of your mind that I think it's cool. Okay. Right. I just think it was very unnecessary. Right. Yeah. What was? Uh no. I, At the Osaka okay. Continental. Okay. There's yeah. a there's a much leaner version of this movie, right? Where that's Winston, or that's the concierge dies there. Yes. Okay. Uh, Sharon. Yeah. Like they do it at the New York Continental. Okay. That you know the same idea that happens at the Osaka Continental. Okay. Oh yeah. Th- th- that's what I'm saying. A much leaner movie. Yeah. Instead of having two scenes where the the New York one you know gets blown up. Yeah. Because at the the end of the movie he, you know the the marquee signs a thing that allows the. New York one to be rebuilt. Yeah. So it's like <laughs> there was no need for this, right? You could have just made this much uh, shorter. Yeah. And especially since you were saying, I don't know if I mentioned to you this before we started recording or during recording that we'll there's, find out. There, there's a lot of things I'll, I'll say. Oh, I just want to cut this. I want to cut that. That's the majority of what. Uh, yeah, I'm pretty sure that's during the recording. Recording. Yeah. So yeah, this is it. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. But like I said, it's very cool. That scene... Uh, yeah, that, that whole fight scene in the Osaka Continental is really cool. But then it also... I mean, yeah, they could have done it somewhere else and, like, fitted it into another scene. But it also sets up Akira. Well, yeah. Right but but again, end. okay, so this is the thing, right? The same thing happens in the Marvel movies. Okay. They'll take a 15-minute detour and, like set up the next movie just yeah. have a an in-movie trailer for the next movie yeah right I don't like that okay I just think <sighs> maybe they could make her own movie yeah and then uh, have John Wick show up as like a cameo okay yeah. right It just having taking 15 minutes out to, <laughs> to to set up the plot of another movie just doesn't sit right with me it's, a, it's the same thing that happened with Iron Man 2 the same thing that happened with Age of Ultron yeah where they, they just go out of their way and they start doing yeah. random other things yeah to then yeah that does has nothing to do with the plot of the movie yeah but again it was very cool <laughs> it was so cool right obviously they had to go to Osaka for like the colors and stuff like that you know I was saying earlier that it takes a lot of inspiration from John Woo and The Matrix. So yeah. they were also inspired by a lot of like Japanese. Osaka is in Japan, right? Yes. I don't want to. <laughs> yes, it is in Japan. No argument. Right. So they take a lot of inspiration from Japanese culture. Okay. And I thought they they were trying to like uh, 
pay homage to that by going to Japan yeah. and having those fight scenes there. So like, yeah. I understand it, but like, I just really think it could have been done in a much cleaner way without all the these yeah. extra scenes. This could have been a tight two hours. It, yeah, it they could, could have, have cut out forty minutes off <laughs> of this movie, bro. It was just, and I guess, uh, spoiler alert. I think this might be the last movie. Uh, it, it, well. I mean, Keanu Reeves we'll, has we'll, come out and said, we'll, "Okay, yeah, we'll, we'll get to it." Right, yeah. but the the point being, uh, what was the point? <laughs> I had, you said spoiler alert, and then you went. I think yeah. this might be the last movie. Yeah, so. before I said spoiler alert, um, that you don't get the reason that they went to the Osaka Continental. Yeah, and the whole detour thing. Mm. Whatever. Never mind. Yeah. Let's just okay. carry on. Cool. Uh, similarly, the entire character of Mr. Nobody was just unnecessary. Uh, I'm telling you, if they took the entire Osaka portion and the and Mr. Nobody out of this movie, nothing changes. Yeah, I mean, it probably doesn't. But Mr. Nobody is so cool. Yeah, fair enough. And he also has like a book with like the overcode on it that yeah. he's using to track. Oh, that's what that was. Well, I would have known if I no, seen no, uh, no. That's just me presuming. I don't. I, that's. It's just certain things that were written there. Maybe yeah. it's his own book that he's just writing things down that he's seen. Yeah, I yeah I guess. I don't. I, maybe that's not the whole code. Maybe I don't know. Yeah, but again, I'm pretty sure he's gonna be set up for some spinoff of some kind. Probably because yeah. he's really cool. I like him. But but again, unnecessary. Like the entire Osaka scene, this entire character, if he didn't exist, would he like saves John Wick a few times, right? Yeah. That's that could have been accomplished by you know literally anyone else. Yeah, any other character or yeah, just like something uh, distracts the god or not the god, the person who's fighting John Wick. Yeah, something distracts her and John gets the uh, upper hand. Yeah, right. It's yeah, but yeah, like you said, it's cool. <laughs> it's just yeah. so cool. And you know, like we were saying with Shazam last week, uh, it doesn't have to connect to anything. Yeah, it's just as long as something's cool. But this is connecting to things and cool. so I'm like, oh, yeah. I don't know about I feel about this. Yeah. Uh, uh, so there's an implied relationship. Well, okay, okay. The Marquis guys show up uh, with Kane to investigate the Osaka Continental. Yeah. You know, to check if they're harboring John Wick. Yeah. Right, and there's some sort of implied relationship between Koji and Kane. Yeah, but it's unclear what that is. Yeah, in this, uh, I want to say that they're brothers. Yeah, the reason. Okay, the first thing is Koji and his daughter. Yeah, they don't refer to each other as father and daughter, right? Yeah, they say, "Tell your daughter," and uh, "Tell my daughter this." Yeah, and she says, "Tell my father this" or something. Yeah. So this guy is already ve- we very weird about communicating. Yeah. Right. So yes. Uh, so. That's the first thing. The second thing is, he tells Donnie Yen that he doesn't understand the the meaning of brotherhood. Yeah. Right. And later, you know, Cain kills him. Yeah. And in the Bible, Cain killed his brother. And you said you know nothing about religion. Yeah. <laughs> well, how did you know that was about religion if you don't know also? Because I grew up Christian. All right. Well. Well, it's in a lot of movies and stuff. That is also true. Cain and Abel. Yeah. <laughs> right? Right. Uh, 
yes. Then we see an excellent action sequence killing the French henchman. Yeah. I was trying to put it together. For a henchman. French henchman just makes Frenchman. <laughs> when you put it together. <laughs> and guys with armor, like, yeah, like, so the guys with armor, like, at the end of John Wick 3 show yeah. up and there's a fight uh, with them and John and Koji's daughter. Yeah. And John, Donnie Yen was eating noodles. <laughs> <Yeah>. <laughs> like, uh, <laughs> <laughs> I had a good chuckle at that bro everyone is uh, going wild and he's there each a good <laughs> right um then he just has a mad scene in the kitchen where yeah. like and I also saw like a lot of times where the easier way would have been just to shoot somebody yeah and then he'll just punch them ten times <laughs> <laughs> it's wild how many times he did that right and um yeah uh, we cut back to John Wick and the concierge Koji, Koji's daughter yeah. her name is Akira yes, yes I remember Akira. now right yep an extremely cool fight sequence so, and then eventually it's just John versus the Marquis guys because uh, yeah I think Koji comes and picks up yeah or or she picks him or up he, yeah that's what I'm I can't yeah. remember who picks who up but they, were, they were holding <laughs> yes. each other and Koji says uh, to leave yeah and John is like I'll stay and fight and he's like don't something about my uh, don't uh, like dishonor my gift or something yes yeah something yeah. like that right um yeah and then uh and so so it's, so yes so they leave and it's just John versus the Marquis men yeah cool fight sequence again yeah <laughs> right ah. there's yeah you know like uh, we should just say all the fight sequences <laughs> in every movie is great bro yeah. <laughs> there's I don't think there's a single one I don't like yeah every in every movie in every scene like it's always something new inventive like we said this already right? yeah but it's always uh, we have to talk about John Wick as being one of if not the best action uh, franchise of the past 20 years yeah it's okay. it's it's that good. It's only like you know like plot elements and like pacing that kind of like stuff that yeah. lets it down. But the action sequences, ten out of ten every time. The action is just amazing. <laughs> yeah. Yeah. Right. Then uh, so he fights those guys, and eventually it's just John versus King. Yeah. And yeah, the tracker saves him. Yeah. So once <laughs> once again, this could have just mm-hmm. been anybody or anything. Like like a piece, a piece of the the ceiling could have fell on top of. <laughs> there's no need. There's no need for the tracker. Yeah. All right. But uh, he's just cool. Yes. Again, I get it. I get it. I get it. <laughs> then eventually, Kane and Koji get in a fight. Yes. To me, this is the best fight of the movie. Okay. Maybe of the series. Okay. Nah, that's a big call. With the swords. Yes. That's... <laughs> it's very like. Um, your Jimbo. Okay. It's a samurai movie. Okay. <laughs> and cool. like, uh, you know, samurai movies in general. <laughs> it's that, that type of fight. Right, okay. Also like in The Mandalorian yeah. last season. Okay. Do you watch The Mandalorian? Nope. All right. Well, Ahsoka and uh, a guy had a fight like that. It's, okay. I love, a, you know, when there's like a stage. Yeah. And they circle each other and it's... Yeah. yeah so cool. It's like so cool. proper old school sword fight. Hmm. Yeah, that's right. Yeah. Then he tells his daughter, or Kane tells the daughter, "No, live. I'll be waiting for you." 
Yeah. Right, and then she meets John on the train. Yeah. And tries to do the same trick the loony left met Kaina did <laughs> to Paya Khan. Right? She says her father is dead because of something John did. So in a way, John killed her father. And that's what they did to Paya Khan. And I hate it. I hate it. I hate them and I hate it. Right? So, yes. <sighs> the tracker pulls his hand out. Uh, oh, yes. So, so. Maybe the worst part of this movie oh my goodness in the same oh. way as last week that guy he had a piece of wood underneath his oh. finger this just pissed oh it oh. made me upset it made me upset oh, oh it's just oh god it's it's disgusting so yes the marquee stabs his hand and then I can't remember what he says but he says something like it's like a test yeah it's like will you pull out the knife or will you pull your hand out yeah. And he pulls his hand out and he cuts his hand. Oh, yeah, it's so gross. Oh. Imagine oh, it becomes like a Spock. Yeah. Live long and prosper. Head. Oh. oh. I don't like it. I don't it's, like it. Oh. It's disgusting. Take it away. Oh. Yeah. I don't like that kind of thing. Yeah. Why do they do this to us? I I don't know. I was oh. That's one of the things they could have cut out. Yes. 100%. Oh, it didn't make me feel good. Yeah. Oh, oh that's very uncomfortable. <sighs> anyway, they have a tribute to Sharon. Yeah. And like I said, uh, Lance Reddick, uh, extra layer of significance because he passed away. Yeah. And Winston reinforces the theme of the movie. But this time, you know, gives him a concrete plan on how to end the cycle instead yeah. of like being like, "Oh, you can't kill the table." <laughs> it's like he has an actual way you can get out of it, right? Yeah. And he uh, says he needs to do a a, a duel, duel, a duel yeah. with the marquee, and to do so, he has to meet up with his previous crime family, and you know, he has to be part of a crime family yes. in order to initiate the duel. Yes. Yes. And I kind of hated this part. Okay. Uh, the whole like Berlin sequence. Okay. Going to kill that guy, killer. Yeah. Like, okay. uh, I just think, either just take it out or like, because I know he has to do something to earn the his way back in. Yeah. But that sequence, I think, was just done so poorly. Okay. Uh, unpack that a bit. <laughs> <laughs> Why? Right. So okay. he gets to Berlin. Yes. He meets with uh, the Roscoe crime family. Yeah, yes. They send him to kill the person who murdered the, that lady's father. Yes. That She was his... Adoptive sister. Adoptive sister, right? Yes. When he was in the... John Wick we're talking about. When yes. he was in the crime family, that was his adopted sister. Yes. Now she wants John Wick to kill the man who killed her father. Yes. Right? So kill as a, the guy who killed his adoptive father, basically. Yes. Yes. Well, we don't know. Maybe that's her real father. And they were adoptive brother and sister within the crime family. Yeah. So maybe her parents weren't, you know, linked to the crime world. And the that guy killer killed... Oh, just some random guy. Yeah. Not part of the family. Yes. Okay, yeah. That, that's what I'm saying. Yeah. So he has no relation to John Wick. Yeah. Either maybe. way, it's the, the... I just think it felt like a video game. You know, like a fetch quest. Yeah. You have to go do this. Yeah. And it's yeah, but once again, it's cool. Yes, yeah. yes, yes. It's cool. <laughs> <laughs> I get it, bro. I get it. I'm just saying two hours and forty minutes. <laughs> Fucking hell! It's 
Every yeah. time, like, as I was watching, I'm like, you could cut this out. There's no need for this. Yeah. And it was so just, like, convenient, you know, in the... Where they have a Mexican standoff. Yeah. How they were all there. Yeah. Like, that that part, I didn't like it. I didn't like the... How they set it up. How okay. that situation was resolved. Just everything about it was just... I feel... I agree that they should have... Uh, like I said, there should have been some tasks that he needed to do to get back. But the way it played out was... They could have done it differently. Yeah, better. <laughs> Not differently, better. I, uh, I, I quite enjoyed it. Fair enough. But like I said, it was cool. The fight was cool. Yeah. The only thing is... Uh, people are like watching hectic violence and just they carrying on dancing. Yeah. <laughs> a lot of that where I was like, bro, I would run. <laughs> I'm seeing these people in a mad fight shooting at each other. I'm getting the fuck out of there right then and there. It's, right. it's like in the first movie when they're in the the red circle nightclub and then no but people run shooting. away people run away yeah exactly that's what I'm saying nobody like, ran away they just watched it here yeah but that's what should have happened no no not oh yes 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 yes, yes, yes. as in in the nightclub they should have run away mm, yeah but that's what I'm saying what's up with these fucking people I don't know maybe this is like some kind of weird commentary on like Life. Uh, no, like on drug culture, like these people are too drugged up to realize when there's danger. So maybe you shouldn't do drugs because you might <laughs> might Don't get you. you might get caught in a John Wick fight and you <laughs> you'll stand still and watch because you're too fucked up. Don't do drugs, kids. Mm. That's the the moral of the story. Yeah, just don't do any drugs. Yeah, but anyway, whatever the fuck that is, it, I did like it. Reasonable, right? And. Uh, Winston uses the duel as like a way to get his hotel back. Just yeah. Very opportunistic. Yeah. <laughs> it's like, yeah, John will get uh, his life back and he'll be left alone by the tail. Yeah. And also, give me, give me my hotel. <laughs> Let me just sneak in a hotel there. <laughs> yeah. Uh. Right. And this guy was excommunicado, right? Yes. Winston. Yes. But he's always just showing up like... <laughs> no one is killing him. He's showing up communicado. Yes. And uh, part of rebuilding the hotel is he becomes communicado again. Yeah. Right? So that's why I'm like, why doesn't the Marquis kill him when he sees him? Yeah. It's, uh, yeah. All of Apparently, maybe... if they're sending a message that anybody who helped John Wick uh, is in danger... <laughs> and he, he's, he's just, helping John Wick. He's so... helping John Wick and he just shows up <laughs> having a great time. <laughs> Uh, yeah right and uh, so they meet and they like flip over those things that's cool but yeah it's again it's just law right yeah it's this is what sets it apart from just a generic action movie with fighting and shooting and yeah it's just this weird shit that <laughs> you know may or may not be explained <laughs> <laughs> we'll find out yes, we'll find out in the spinoffs but yeah just what the fuck does any of that mean? <laughs> Why don't they just, you know, say, okay, I want to do this. And they're like, no, I don't want to do that. What if they have a nice little discussion? No, let's let's flip these weird tiles. <laughs> like, But yes, again, that's what's good about it. I, I'm not criticizing. I'm just... Uh, yeah. I'm celebrating it. Yeah. <laughs> yes. Uh, the next thing is... They are... They... They nominate. Oh yes, uh, they nominate Kane as yeah. being the. Uh, so I like this. 
why it illustrates what a cow with the marquee is yes right agreed that's one and another thing will come up just now actually uh, i'll just say it now. all right fair <laughs> enough Right. Um, the next action action scene is of the Marquis sending guys to go kill John Wick before the duel can happen. Yeah. Proving what a double coward he is. <laughs> right. He's not even the person in danger of dying at, <laughs> at the duel. Right. Yeah. He's just a guy with no honor. Yeah. He's just a yeah. So that's one of the ones that I like that action se- sequence because it added to the the movie as opposed to yeah you know the Osaka one and the uh, one versus killer. Yeah. This is actually telling us something about the movie. Okay. Right. Yeah. Uh, like, and that being that the Marquis is a man of no honor. Yeah. Not a good guy. Not a good guy. Yes. Indeed, yes. Your thoughts? Um. The one. Not gripe. I don't want to call it a gripe, but like the one thing I don't understand about this movie, is why Kane didn't die way before this movie ever took place. <laughs> oh my god. <laughs> Are you doing ableism on the blind? No, but... That's kind of fucked up, bro. No, 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 wait. He's a blind assassin, right? Yes. Like, when he goes to kill someone, Mm. and let's say they have bodyguards, Mm. how does he know? That's the point. He's so good that even though he's blind, he can just... He's been alive this long. That's the point. I know it's the point, but it just feels so wrong. Well, that's how much of a badass he is. He's blind and he's survived this long. That's what we're supposed to take from it. Well, I know people will poke holes like you just did. Yeah. <laughs> but, yeah. like, it's... it's uh, That's uh, to show us how badass he is. Okay. But anyway, the... A really great joke is when John is going up the stairs. <laughs> Bro, I just laugh every time. <laughs> he gets to the top they just somebody just fucking throws him <laughs> and he rolls and rolls and rolls and, and you think it's gonna stop but he just keeps on rolling and rolling which again very nice extended metaphor for for this right yeah every time he just tries to kill people more just spring up yeah right which yeah. is what this whole movie's been about right every time John kills a bunch of people more just replace him yeah so the only way to get out of this is a duel yeah and also or dying well right yeah that's what the elder said yeah so that's why I'm saying there's two there's two options yes then he (laughs) with the help of Kane they get to the top get to the duel yeah uh and uh yeah and then he fights Kane Mm. I liked it yeah anyway now I want you to throw your mind back. Alright. To the beginning of John Wick 3. Oh, I haven't watched John Wick 3. Yes, yes, but I just described it. Okay, yes. Remember I said uh, they shot the doctor in non-fatal places. Yes. Because he was... uh, Helping and he wanted to make it seem like he was forced, yeah. So John was shot in the same non-lethal places. Whoa. <laughs> this is not my analysis. I just saw it online. Oh, nice. Okay. <laughs> right. So the... Uh, I think this was the perfect ending. Yeah. I don't think this was the perfect movie. Okay. But the way it ended was perfect. Okay. It's... Well, I wish it was more unambiguous that he died. Okay. Just kind of leave it to the imagination. Mm. Okay. No, 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 no. I'm saying he should definitely, definitively be dead. 
Oh. But it's ambiguous. Right, okay. It's yeah. ambiguous enough that uh, he could still be alive. Yeah. That's why it's. That's why I'm bringing up the fact that he was shot in the non-lethal places. Okay. It makes you think like. He could still be alive. He could still be alive. We don't see him physically die. Yeah. He just tells Winston, "Take me home." Yeah. And he has like a flash of his wife. Yeah. Right. And oh, we didn't even talk about the Marquis dying. <laughs> 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 right. Once again, just being arrogant idiot. He, <laughs> yeah. he says, "I want the coup de gras." Yeah. So he goes, and Winston just talks shit, and <laughs> John shoots. But that's what I'm saying. Anybody could can cause a distraction, and John will get the up hand. Yeah. That's why we didn't need to. <laughs> we didn't need Mister Nobody. <laughs> but yeah, um, yeah. So John kills the Marquis. Yeah. He's free. Yeah. Winston gets hotel. Yeah. Donnie Yen gets to go back to his daughter. Yeah. It's a neat. Yeah. Uh, everything's tied up in a neat bow. Yeah. John in death has escaped the table. Yeah. If he dies. If he's dead. Yeah. But they've also left the door just open enough that because uh, the the last scene of the movie is uh, Lawrence Fishburne and uh, Ian McShane at the grave. Yeah. Wondering if he's in heaven or hell. Yeah. And then the dog like looks up and like. Yeah. So the 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 prevailing theory is that he's there and the dog looked <laughs> up at him, right? Yeah. But that's what I'm saying. I like that it's ambiguous enough that this is the end. Well, again, <laughs> I, I wish it was less ambiguous. But I mean, uh, I'm glad that he died. You're glad that? Okay. A death would have been the best best way for him to go. Yeah. Right. Yeah. And. Uh, but I mean, in either case, this broke the cycle. Yeah. The table aren't after him anymore. Even if he's alive, he's out. Yeah. He's retired. So it doesn't matter which situation happened. Yeah. Just he's out. Right. That's what yeah. he wanted. Yeah. So that's what I'm saying. It's the perfect ending. Makes sense to me. Mm. Yeah. Yourself, your thoughts. Yeah, I think it was a great movie. Mm. Um, you said it was too long, but I personally, just because I like cool shit. Mm. I was like I was engrossed in the movie the whole time and it didn't even feel like two and a half hours alright fair enough yeah but yeah that's yeah yeah I'm <laughs> it's, I don't hate the movie I liked it a lot as well I just I'm just saying this could have been better yeah you know it definitely could have been there's places I think well on the other hand I think okay this is the last movie yeah. So they want to okay. be a little bit indulgent and and you know have these cool action sequences because they they're not going to get another chance. Yeah. So you know go big because you know this is your last. Because chance. you're going home. Yes. So maybe the 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 runtime was justified, and I'm just being a crank. <laughs> but, <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, I just really felt like it could have been leaner. But okay. Anyway. Yeah. Any other thoughts? Um. No, I think we've covered pretty much everything. Yeah, just that Kane must spend a fortune on bullets. <laughs> and that's that's really it. Yeah. So rude to the blind. <laughs> wow. Because he, like every time he's shooting at something, he's not like shooting straight, he's more like spraying. Alright, another peek behind the curtain for our listeners. Uh, my co-host, he's a glasses wearer. <laughs> So <laughs> he's trying to what's the word like get one up on somebody. He sees a blind person as like less than him below him because he's jealous of people with regular sight 
he sees a blind person he's like oh yes finally <laughs> someone to bully right <laughs> i don't feel that way you know <laughs> i see this is why he keeps bringing it up but yeah. anyway uh um, so are we done here or anything else um no i would say well we have recommendations yeah, yeah but i mean within the movie yeah within the movie i would say that we are done all right so recommendations do you yeah, have anything patience um i watched murder mystery 2 last night mm very good yeah i mean it was all right it's a you know it's an adam sandler movie so it's kind of goofy and a bit um what's the word like clunky mm. but i enjoyed it you know it was good for me because it's <laughs> good. just oh so it was good comma for you um yeah when you say that it's like uh, good you, for me you know like, like medicine <laughs> yeah you know this this <laughs> one of my favorite videos right is like this little chubby kid right all right they he was like on some type type of reality show yeah with like you know like wife swap or like right. or something yeah and i think maybe he got a like a super nanny who came in okay and he's upset because like she took the bacon away <laughs> right? so like she thinks that she's the queen and we're the sorry people <gasps> right okay, you know yeah. bacon is good for me <laughs> <laughs> that's what i was thinking now when you were like what did you say Oh, that it's good for me. This that movie was good for me. <laughs> That's what I <laughs> And then he was trying to take away this movie from you <laughs> and you were like Murder Mystery is good for me. <laughs> yeah, it was just it was an enjoyable movie. All right. Anything else? Uh no, that's really about it. Although, you know, I watched the series a while ago. Yeah, I don't think I've spoken about it, but I think it's a game changer. All right, what's it called? It's called Kaleidoscope. Have you heard that listeners Kaleidoscope? Kaleidoscope. Everyone yeah. out there definitely watch that movie. The game Fantastic. is TV show. Oh uh, yeah, TV show. You said movie. I'm sorry. The game yes. changed so much. It became a movie. <laughs> <sighs> All right. Yeah. Uh, what about you? So The first thing is I watched a movie called Winnie the Pooh Blood and Honey. <laughs> oh god, okay. All right. Yeah. Well, I kind of I like the idea of this. Okay. Because this it used to be that after an artist dies. Yes. There'd be a 50 year period where yes. they'd be under copyright. Yeah. And after 50 years their work goes into the public domain. Yes. Because like they want, you know, uh if you have like a family yeah they they need to be like uh looked after after you die yeah so after the artist's death for 50 years like and then after the f- 50th year uh go ahead yeah yeah <laughs> right like uh they should have moved on by now yeah that's the idea and anyone can use any thing so like you right. uh that's why you see like um I'm thinking like King Arthur is always getting adapted. Yeah. <laughs> uh, what else like all the Shakespeare Rob- stuff. Robin Hood or the Shakespeare stuff. Yeah. Right. But the Disney Corporation <laughs> <laughs> lobbied to have this change. Okay. Because they're like why should we stop making money? Yeah. <laughs> Ever. <laughs> right and uh so yeah. I like when somebody's using uh IP that was uh 
previously in, owned yeah, by in, Disney. Yeah, in the public domain. All right. Okay, so yeah. this movie has gotten very, very bad reviews. Yes. Like it has. And I kind of liked it. Right? Interesting. Okay. There's been a. There's like, it's always on a very, very small budget. So yeah. I'm not expecting like Avatar, right? <laughs> of of course it's not going to be like that level of production, but yeah. there's a lot of like very good shot composition okay. and practical effects. Okay. And like, uh, I think it's like an effective horror. Yeah. So I'm like, well, it's it's not great, but it's not like it's awful. It's not as bad as the <laughs> yeah. critics are making it seem. Yeah, I gave yeah. it like, well, I gave it a five. Okay, it could have been worse. Yes. Yeah. <sighs> Reasonable. The next thing is, uh, well, I, I listened to a, a podcast called Blank Check. Right. I mean, we should bleep that out. We shouldn't be giving free promo. Yeah, <laughs> to, <definitely>. <laughs> <laughs> to other podcasts, but yeah. Um, so basically, they go through directors' filmographies. Okay. So basically, I watch along with them. Yeah. Yeah, I've gone back and like uh, gone through their, I want to call it discography, but their, yeah. Yeah. their, their entire catalog, right? Right. And I've watched alongside while they watch movies yeah right and right. Uh, they're currently doing Danny Boyle okay but if you remember a few weeks ago I, I spoke about Sunshine yeah and then the next time we recorded I hadn't watched the next week's wow. episode okay. right which yeah. is, which was Slumdog Millionaire okay very good movie yeah I so I read the book in matric for my like uh, like your set book it was my set book yeah and the movie is far better <laughs> they're like okay the book is like a lot of like heavy child abuse and like sexual abuse and like it's it's really very horrific it's upsetting yes and right. then this movie turns it into like a love story Aww. oh uh, not the abuse into a love story like cuts out the abuse and, <laughs> and puts and in a love story a, okay yeah. it doesn't turn the abuse into a love story let me say that yeah right okay. so it won best picture that year okay and uh that generated a lot of hatred. Okay. Because uh, that's the year The Dark Knight was. Uh, oh. Wow. Okay. <laughs> well, came out right. Yeah. And The Dark Knight wasn't even nominated for an Oscar. Unbelievable. So there's a lot of people who feel as if though. Uh, well, first of all, they, they they fucked up by not even nominating, but they they have like ill will towards Slumdog Millionaire. Yeah. Which, you know. Whatever. <laughs> Fair enough. You, you know, you I'm, not, you. I'm not going to tell you how to feel. <laughs> There's lots of uh, movies that won that year or, yeah. you know, a specific year. And I look at the nominees and I look at, like, my list of movies that, that I've rated. And I'm like, wow, that movie didn't deserve it. Yeah. <laughs> and I feel, and I have beef for <laughs> So I'm not going <laughs> to... I'm okay. not gonna. I'm not going to begrudge you if you hate Slumdog <laughs> because of The Dark Knight. Yeah. <laughs> But yeah, I have a lot of beef with the, you know, undeserving Best Picture winners. Yeah. Um, yeah, there's... So. So. A movie that should have won Best Picture. Oh, my. <laughs> <laughs> Avatar The Way of Water. Really? It came out on streaming on Tuesday. Okay. I watched it twice this week. Wow. <laughs> on Tuesday night when I got back, uh, when I got back from work yeah. off, after the gym. Yeah. Got in there. Three hours. Just cranked it out. Had a great time. Then on Friday, my cousin, yeah, not my (laughs) co-host, a different cousin, uh, came over to my house and we watched the two Avatar movies. Ah, yeah, never seen it. Wow. Okay, so he spent a while here. Yeah. Okay. And uh, yeah, 
That's pretty cool. Watch Avatar 2. <laughs> Amazing. So, yeah. what, you had like 17, 18 watches now? 17 watches. 17 watches. Yes. The last thing is, I started a TV show. Okay. I only got through the first five episodes of season one. I'm going to continue. Right, but it's called Succession. Okay. It's uh, HBO's premiere show at the moment. Oh, okay. So, you know, like... Um, Game of Thrones was their premiere show for many years. Yeah. And before that, like in the early 2000s, The Sopranos was their yeah. oh, flagship. That's the word I was looking for. Flagship, <laughs> yes. Their flagship show. Yeah. So Succe- Succession is their current flagship show. Okay. But And it came out, I think, in 2019 or 2018. Okay. Whatever, it doesn't matter, right? Okay. The point yeah. being, it's in the, its final season now. Okay. And see, season four, episode one happened last week's Sunday. Right. So I'm trying to catch up. <laughs> so I can just jump on this bandwagon right at the end. <laughs> right. I did something similar with the Better Call Saul. Okay. I'd never seen it and I just waited until the the final the season. final season started. Yeah. I've always wanted to do it but uh I just waited and oh, Better Call Saul is unbelievable. Watch that as well. <laughs> but yeah, Succession is good. I don't know. People have it like as their number one of all time. Okay. And I'm like, mm. there's been a lot of stuff in all of time. So, Bro, okay. Can I name a few that's better than Succession? Yeah, go well, for it. The other po- thing is, I've only watched five episodes. So, maybe in season three, you get, it picks up like heavily or, you know. Yeah. So, I, I don't want to judge too harshly, right? Right. But it's quite easily far behind, like, Breaking Bad. Okay. Which in itself is quite far behind Breaking Saul. Uh, not Breaking Saul. Breaking Saul. <laughs> they just break a guy named Saul. Better called Saul. Yeah. Okay. Well, there's a lot of plot lines where gangsters are coming to beat him up. <laughs> Saul. <laughs> so the, the TV show could be called Breaking Saul. But yeah. Anyway, Better Call Saul is way better than Breaking Bad. And yeah. Breaking Bad is way better than Succession. So I'm just... you Use that as your barometer. Okay. But I don't rate Breaking Bad that much, so... You know, what does yeah. that tell you about Succession? That it's not that great in your... Well, it's like an 8, 8.5. Okay. So I'm like, it's good, it's great. Yeah. But it's just not like that top, top tier. Yeah. That's fair. Mm. Yeah. Anything else? No, no. Don't think so. Alright, so do you want to end the episode? Alright, sure. Um, thank you for listening. Uh, rate, review, and comment. Subscribe. And subscribe. Don't forget to subscribe. Yes. Um, if you want more of us, I don't know why you would, but hang on, hang on. Only five star reviews. I know he said, (laughs) I know he said review, but if you have a four and a half, get the fuck out of here. (laughs) We're sick and tired of that. (laughs) Four and a half. (laughs) Four and a half, you don't really support the show. We need five. Five out of five. Right. Anyway, carry on. (laughs) Like, comment, subscribe if it's on YouTube, all that good stuff. Anyway, uh, if you want more of us, you can find us uh, well, all our details and stuff on uh, pacip-pod.github.io slash site. That's p-a-i-c-i-p-pod.github.io slash s-i-t-e. And there you can also find our Patreon, which is very important because uh, if you subscribe to that, you get bonus content. Like uh, the other week we did the Oscars and we've got an Avatar 1 commentary as well. Yeah, and upcoming is a Shazam commentary and a John Wick 1 commentary, which a little peep behind the curtain we'll be doing later today. Let's go. Well, 
We'll see. Well, <laughs> well yeah, we'll figure it out yeah. and then go from there. Yeah. yeah. So review in app. Yeah. So if you have like Spotify uh, in the Spotify section, review there and uh, yeah, subscribe, comment, all the things you know. The Do things. all of the things. You know the things. Come on, <laughs> don't don't pretend with me. You know the things. <laughs> all right. <laughs> Bye. <laughs>